What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome new, 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 new world order. to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, new, 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 a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you in the Desert Storm Bunker with CGAC guy Allah in the building and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, the realest show, the best edutainment here on YouTube. And we are back in here, and we ready for the weekend. Yes. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We ready for the weekend. I hope you guys have your weekend planned. I hope you have your bail money. And I hope you guys know that it's Mother's Day this weekend. Go see your mammy. All right? Go see your mammy and go give your mammy a kiss and a hug and a big gift and some flowers. Go see your mammies out there uh, this weekend. And we got a great show for you today. Why relationships? Have a 99% breakup rate. Why would you want to break up? Why would you want to break up? Love and you love and you love and you with them, with them, love and you love and you. Why would you want to break up? All right. Gucci man said, uh, he said every 15 something coming. All right. What did he say? I can't remember the line. But anyway, man, shout out to Gucci man. He said, miss one, next 15, another one coming. <laughs> All right. Mm. Shout out to uh, Gucci, man. Why relationships are doomed from the start. Yes. Oh, I'm just going to let you guys know. We're going to get into this relationship talk. It's going to be kind of like the marriage wheel, but it's the relationship wheel. But I want to give you guys, you know, I'm going to look into the numbers, but I'm not going to be anti-relationship. You know what I mean? Like, here's the deal. Let's just call it a, a spade a spade. And shout out to Anthony Spade as we're talking about this. Let's call a spade a spade. The reality is that relationships feel good. They feel good. Many times relationships can ground you, slow you down, give you your wits in. You can feel good. It might validate you. Relationships do validate you because, you know, for women, you're like, hey, I got a man. What's my man got to do with me? I got a man. All right. And she can say, I got a man. And then you can like, I got a girl. I got a girl who's mine. All mine. I got a girl in my life. You know what I mean? Social proof. You can go out to your Thanksgiving dinner with your uh, single ass aunties and uncles. And they can say, oh, you got a girl who's mine. All mine. All right. And then you have that. And then, of course, relationships ensure that you have a safe sex partner. All right. You're supposed to be in a monogamous relationships, according to. Uh, the theories of you normies and knuckle draggers. So most of the time, if you have intercourse, you're going to be having a safe sexual experience, right? So these are the reasons why people get in relationships. They feel good. They ground you. They give you validation, especially if you got a good looking partner. And then it ensures a safe sex experience. However, relationships are expensive. Relationships are very, very time consuming. People don't realize how time consuming your relationships are. Uh, they are energy wear downs. Many times, you know what I mean? Like you're not even having a safe sex partner because both of y'all ninjas is out here in these streets. And the reality is most, if not all, like look, nearly all relationships come to an end. All right. And some of these relationships come to an end badly. Mm. 
Yes, badly. It's almost like bigly, badly. And now I'm going to give you the data and we're going to go over this later on in the show. Later on in the show. Let me give you some quick maths. All right. Let me give you some quick maths. And yes, I'm going to read. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I'm going to have to read this out. And so, again, I already gave you the idea that, yes, they're going to feel good and all of that shit. But let's just give you the quick data. You want some quick maths about relationships? We give you the quick maths about marriage. But let's give you the quick maths about relationships. All right, right here. The average relationship length is two years and nine months. All right. The average relationships is two years and nine months. I mean, now, if you're under like 24, you might think that's a long time. <laughs> if you're under 24, you might think two years and nine months is a long time. Once you get past 30, two years ain't shit, right? You like 18. I've been in a relationship for two years. When you were 16, you ain't touched that woman between her legs yet in them two years. All right. But somebody else has. Okay. But here, <laughs> two years is not shit. All right. I'm telling you, man, I've, I've heard women, you know, try to compare their long-term relationships to a marriage. Well, I was in a long-term relationship for five years. So. That long-term relationships are not marriages. Do not try to compare them. They're not the same. I don't care if you live together, but you want some other data? The A long-term relationship is two-plus years long, so that's going to be considered long-term. Any relationship under two and a half years is going to be considered a short-term relationship. It's almost damn near a fling, okay? And then we're going to get into the, some of the dirty details. Under two years, you're just talking about practice. Okay, you talking about practice that 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 really wasn't shit. You really didn't even get into the nitty gritty yet. Here's one of the last ones I'll give you, and then we're going to give you some more data. Check out the third one. Check out the third bullet point. Seventy percent of relationships fail in the first year. You see it right there on the screen. I know y'all need to see it. Seventy percent kaput. In year one, I'll highlight it for you ninjas. Year one, fail. Mm. All right, because so now we're going to go into the time consuming and so forth. And I've been telling you this for a long time. I'm like, look, 99% of relationships fail. Okay. And uh, we talked about the benefits, but look, 70% of relationships fail in the first year. Undertaker. <laughs> All right. And I'm sure the remaining of them, we're going to talk about the remaining of them, but we're going to focus in on that. All right. And so when, when you think about what wasteful time and energy you put forth the, forward to these things and how much um, money and um, all of that and attention to details for most of them to fail within year one. And then nearly all of them, by the time you get to the end, they're all done. They're all done. All of them. <laughs> um. You, you got to kind of reframe your mind, reshape your mind as how to approach a relationship. Again, I'm not going to be anti-relationship here, but let's just say you're a person that says, hey, that's fine. I'll, I'll roll the dice. How can you then reframe your mind to approach the realities of relationships? Most of them are going to fail. Kaput. Matter of fact, get your pencil and paper out. We'll do this when we get to this part of the show. All right. Most of the people who watch me probably are single. We do have some married people here, but everybody can take the paper test, as we call it. Right. This is a this is a pop quiz. Just write down everybody you've been with, everybody you kissed, everybody you went on multiple dates with, everybody you fornicated with, everybody you procreated with, everybody you had engagements with, everybody you married, everybody just write down from from start to finish, from top to bottom. 
Some of you guys don't have much experience, and we've actually acknowledged that. And it falls in line with the data that there is a certain segment of our world that are virgins. All right. So they have none. They have zero experience. All right. Now, write all of these down. Use front and back. Some of y'all ninjas need to use front and back. Some of y'all ninjas need to staple multiple pages. And some of you women, you haven't stopped being in relationships. You're just a serial relationship hopper. You just hop from care. You hop from branch to branch to branch. And you still have the bottom line, which is zero. You have no success. In the best case scenario, you have one that has worked out. And that would be a marriage. And that marriage has to be current. Because if that marriage ended in a divorce, you still have no success. None. Zero. <laughs> yes, one night, one night stands count. One night stands, orgies, all of that. All of that. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go over all of that. They all end. They, they Look, nearly all end. So, if I'm a guy and I'm a, what I call, I call myself not logical. I call myself, and of course, it slips my mind. Okay, but uh, let me think of it. The word slips my mind as we're talking. But I'm a little bit, or I'm a little bit of a rational person. I'm a, I'm very pragmatic. I'm very pragmatic. People might look at my pragmatism as negativity, but I'm more pragmatic. I'm more rational, logical, because I want to see things for what they are, not for what they hope to be. All right, and so I'm like, okay, you know. You know, I want to see what, what this really is. And I'll open it up. I'll study it. I'll put it out of the box. I'll look. All right. I'll measure it. I'll measure it the width, the length. I'll do all of this and say, you know what? This might be worth it. This might be not. And a lot of people aren't pragmatic. They're hopeful. All right. They wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. You guys are wish ninjas. You guys are hope strategists. You legacy ninjas. All right. So what happens is because you are hopeful and you wish, you wish, you wish, right? You don't know quite where to go with the thing. You're just like just wishing your way like a wishing well, kiss and tell. A wishing well. Mm. <laughs> right. And of course, you know, this is just the realities of it. But we got a great show. We got Straggling Sniggle Theater. We got a black woman who married herself. I can't boo with these women, man. <laughs> The women for the community, you can see why she married herself. Uh, we have two Sniggles that showed up to a baby shower, and they showed up to one woman's baby shower as possible daddies. We got a possible daddies at baby showers. Mm. Community, go ahead and take that L. We have, um, what else do we have here? We have, um, oh, uh, should husbands help around the house? This video is going to be circa 1961, and all of that. And a bag of chips ahoy. Kevin Costner trying to save his marriage, running back to his ex. And she already. <laughs> Kevin Costner, come around my way. Come around my way. Come around my way. Come around my way. Yes. So that's what we got here. Kevin Costner trying to go back and save his marriage. Mm. What a crazy world we live in. And what a tangle web we weave. But look, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA. On the Cash App, Coach Greg Adams TV, on Vimo, PayPal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams, and I just pinned to the top of the live chat. On the Notorious, no, it is on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can do that at any point this weekend. Plus, 
You can super chat on the Notorious EGA channel. New, 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 and let's see what's up for the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, let's see what's up for the weekend. Uh, Let me see what the super chat is looking like. See if I need to jump in there. Oh, yes, I need to acknowledge the earlier contributors to the day show. It is Albert Wesker says XX is getting into relationships when they need rescue. Yes, rescue me. <laughs> yes, they do. All right. By the time they get into a relationship, one of the due diligences that you gentlemen have to get into is to find out when her lease ends. Ask her when her lease ends. All right. Oh, you want a commitment? Interesting. When does your lease end? Yeah, you're going to find out. Oh, as a matter of fact, in about 45 days. Oh, interesting, huh? Your roommate's kicking you out. Oh, interesting. Interesting that you want a commitment at the same time. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, your parents kicking you out. Now you want to settle down. Mm. I get it. You know what I mean? It's just look, 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 look. I'm trying to save y'all because this is kind of how they work. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is how they work. And some woman's going, men do it too. Nope. All right. Normally around when they hover around somewhere where they about to run into a financial wall. They want to settle down. All right. We got MC Hamster says, throwing my nickel into the Fount de Cotellini. Shout out to you for my daily hope strategist wish. He says, chasing bitches with wishes instead of nicks and riches. Shout out niches and riches. He says, niches and riches. Chasing bitches with wishes instead of niches and riches. Boss up, ninja. And here, shout out to you. I like that. Chasing bitch, bitches with wishes. All right, El Chino says, What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Derek Eaton says, Let's go, CGA. It's the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? We nigga? got a code spot. We got a sponsorship, gentlemen. I'm he says, man. Coach is the GOAT. This is from the champ. He says, Coach is the GOAT. He says, Yo, why is it that every time I see a married couple, the wife is always walking in front, full of confidence, and the husband is in the background, hunched over? Give Mary the buzzer. Do your um do your due diligence. Go out and watch people in public. You know what I mean? Some people be, you know, in love. They got that love and feeling. But look at people in long-term relationships. In fact, I in my book, 52 Things, my website is tripping. But in my book, I ask you guys, go find a married couple. Right? Go find a married couple, kick it with them, go spend the night, spend the weekend with them. You're gonna get a real reality of what marriage is. And then not only that, ask them to kiss. Ask a married couple to kiss in public with tongue and slobber. But like, why don't you guys make out right now? Like fondle each other. <laughs> like fondle each other, like touch each other and be all grabby. Be all grab handy. <laughs> Feel her booty. Like grab her booty. You know what I mean? Like for her, like grab all on this snossages. You know what I'm saying? Like get after it. <laughs> Go ahead. Make out right now. Here, I'll put on some music. Let's make it last. They be like, make out. They look at each other. <laughs> they look at each other. Are you ready? Okay, here. Here we go. All right, we did it. That's as much as we... Married people don't kiss before they have sex. 
I'm giving y'all the secrets. <laughs> I'm giving y'all the secrets. Y'all think I'm lying. Married people barely kiss before they have sex. Like she does married people, married people don't undress each other for sex. They don't. Like they just and they just undress. Like they they just take their clothes off. The wife just say, All right. She get out of her booty short. She take her tank top off. She ain't got no bra on. She just jump in the bed. <laughs> the ninja like, oh, okay, Ari, we doing this? Damn. Let me think of somebody real quick. All right, I got to think about somebody. And he can't make it obvious, but he thinking, he's like, I better think of somebody really fast or she's going to know. <laughs> yep, he got his socks on. She got her socks on. It's all in the middle of the day on a Saturday. He like, all right, he take his basketball shorts off. He jump in. He's like, shit. All right, who we got? Tanisha, Tiffany, Tammany, Tamika. All right, I got to think of somebody. The woman at the bank, the woman at the grocery store. All right, the woman at my job, Kaylee at Starbucks. Mm. Mm. Or else I won't be able to get it, get this up and finish the job. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> All right. Yep. He liked the spank bank. He going through his Rolodex, his mental Rolodex. I better think of somebody. All right. Who we got? <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm ruining it for a lot of y'all. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Yep. This is why married men, you ever see married men like at Starbucks just talking to the barista with his elbow all on the counter? So what do you do and where are your goals? He just wants to see this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed girl. Hi, I'm this, and I want to do this in life. He wants to do this. He just rolling a spank bank. He like, yep. He taking pictures. He getting to talk to her. He talking to her, but he just scanning the body. Like this, like x-ray and the MRI. He just going up and down. He checking the hair, earlobes. He looking at the feet out. He looking at the booty. He getting he get the hole. Mm. <laughs> so he can go to the crib and his wife say, I'll give you some. And he can finish. Mm. Married people right now. There's married men saying, CGA, chill the fuck out, bro. <laughs> Chill, you giving away too many damn secrets. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, tell me I ain't lying. Hey, look, did married men know? They like, man, my wife listening. My wife listening. Stop telling my wife. You know, the waitress, y'all go out to lunch. She'd be like, let's go to brunch. You like, shit. You at brunch. Then a nice piece of calico comes in. Hi, I'm your server. You like, oh. Wow. Looking her up and down. Damn, she's fantastic server. You're the best server we've had all week. Mm. <laughs> all right, let's stop, man. I can't even. This show's going to be crazy. All right, uh, Rational Rationality says, he says, taking a Mastodon to the zoo for a family reunion. Price is wrong. 100%. <laughs> All right, Mr. Albert, what's up for the weekend, my ninjas? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, Stony Montana, emotional lifting is just another weapon manufactured by XXs, the biggest terrorists on the planet. Emotional lifting. I got to look into that. All right, El Chino says, Coach ain't lying, fellas. I have an XX that I uh, connect with again. I connected with again. We dated four years ago. Uh, well, now she's ready, but... She wants me to save her. No way. 
it's all Jermaine's fault. She wants you to save her. Oh, she didn't came crawling back, huh? She didn't came crawling back. <laughs> uh, here we go. It says right here, uh, Shiny Pants says, thanks, Ghost, for everything. Learned a lot from you. Cheers from London, bro. All right, this is a coffee, but tea time for my brothers in London. I'm going to get to cash at PayPal super uh, and all of that. But let me sneak some things in here just for some laughs and sniggles. And guess what? We got to have some entertainment. We got to have some warm up. Let's warm it up here. Paul, 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 Paul going to need his Niagara after this curvy girl putting all her body on him. Shout out to Paul, Paul. This ninja going to have a heart attack. Oh, I got to turn the music now, but uh, there's just act like there's some reggaeton going on there. And he don't went to the bar. They got the senior citizen. hour. look at Paul, Paul. Look at him. He like, oh, Lord. Oh, my God. He like, no, don't rub those soft booty on me. Oh, she don't, she going to make this man have a heart attack, man. Boy, he going to go back to his wife, Helen. And he Helen ain't going to know what the, what hit her that day. Talking about spank bank. He grabbing on boo-hoo tea. Boo-hoo-hoo tea. All right. He grabbing titties and belly. My man about to pass <laughs> Captain Kangaroo about to have a good look at him. He like, damn, this is my dream. I never thought <laughs> them young girls don't want you. Them young girls don't want you. My man, go look at him. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. Look at this ninja. Look, he like, oh, no, not my hip. Oh, no. That ain't got hard in a minute. Hold up for a second. My Niagara ain't here. Hold up. Not in public. Oh, my goodness. I'm a, if my wife catches me. <laughs> It's, my wife catches me. Look at this ninja. He tried to get. He tried to stroke that shit. Five strokes. One, two, three. He didn't bust. Mm. My man done busted already. Look at him looking up. He like what the, oh, the humanity. He ain't felt a body like this. He ain't felt a body like this in decades. Decades, gentlemen, not since the Navy and the Marines, not since the Korean War, this ninja. Mm. <laughs> He's smelling her hair and her perfume. Look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. Poor dude. He about to bust dust. He ain't about to bust no nut. He about to bust dust. He going to be like, just a cloud of dust. The biggest nut he busted in about 30 years. All right, man. Good Lord. Oh, man, it's rough out here for these gentlemen. All right. He should have been at the junior college. He going to bust dust at this particular point. Them young girls don't want you. Them young girls don't want you. Yep. De Niro had that girl. He gave her a baby. Hey, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, man, keep yourself in good physical and sexual health, gentlemen, so you don't have to be like that. You could just have that girl there, tear her up and go back. Go back to your go back to your uh, shuffleboard game, if you will. All right, here's the chore argument again. Let's go back to this one. There's a video online from 1961. The video is kind of small. I'm warning you here. Let me see how. Let's see if I can get it a little bit right there. Okay, I think that's the best I can do. Let me go ahead and start the film. This is a video, as you can see, and it's from Australia. It says, should husbands help with the weekend housework from 1961? Let's see, because a lot of people want to go back. Well, let's go back to the 60s. Let's see what these people uh, think about housework and husbands in the 60s, all right? This is the early 60s, though. All right, here we go. Again, on the four court. Hello, everybody. 
Well, here we are again on the four corners of suburbia to ask unsuspecting passers-by a question or two. Uh, the question today, a homely one, should husbands help with the weekend housework? Well, he should always and give a woman a spell. <laughs> How about Dad having a rest too? Because I suppose he's been working all the week. No, he hasn't. He hasn't worked for eight years. Oh, damn. So she got a deadbeat on her hands. All right. She was like, my husband hasn't worked for eight years. I don't know how you how y'all making it if that's the case. All right, that's interesting. All right, let's go. <laughs> Should I? It all depends. Well, I'm going to say, if you're working all the week, well, say not. But if the wife is sick or anything like that, well, I think they should. All right, so he was like, if that bitch sick, I guess I'll help. You know, I like old people talk. They'll be like, you know, uh, you know, if this happens, well, I say, uh, all right. So he mean like, if the woman is sick. I can't make it larger. I think I messed up. Let me see if I can do this. Do it like this. All right, this guy. Well, let's see what he says right here. Oh, good Lord, no. No, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. I don't oh, think I should do that. that. Well, for all man, he works to hard to watch with nothing to do. All right. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can understand him. He said that she ain't doing shit anyway. I work way too hard. He was like, man, please. Please, I ain't helping shit. All right, he went Reverend X on him. He was like, man, she ain't doing shit no way. All right, so let's go here. All right, let's get in here. Let's see what he says. He don't walk away from the dude holding the microphone. All right. Do you think that husbands should help with a house, housework at the weekends? Well, that all depends. If the wife goes to work through the week, I think she sh he should help. I see. Otherwise, I don't. I think he should relax a little bit. All right, that's a woman of my own heart right there. He was like, let, you know, if you ain't, if she, if she don't go to work, let them relax, ladies. Hey, one thing that you will also find in marriages is that your woman is never going to let you relax, okay? And so this is not in the vocabulary. So uh, you might say, you might say, um, you might not even tell her what you're doing. You're just going to be sitting there, sitting there watching a the game. You might sit there and then put your Xbox on, or you might just be sitting there on a hammock. You might be laying on the couch, and she's going to come in there, and she's going to say, oh, what are you doing? And then you're going to be like, I'm relaxing. Oh, okay, since you're relaxing, this is what I need you to do now. All right, and you're going to be like, but I'm chilling. <laughs> you're sitting there like, I'm chilling. Chill, chill, like, chill, you asked me what I was doing. Chill, chill, I said, chill, nothing. Chill, I said, I'm chilling. I said, I'm relaxing. That doesn't mean I'm looking for something to do. I'm doing what I just said I was doing. Nothing, chilling, relaxing. She was like, oh, well, since you ain't got nothing to do, I didn't say I didn't have nothing to do. All right. And but what will happen is you're going to sit there chilling. And you're going to be dozing off, taking a nap, watching the Andy Griffith show. And guess what she's going to do? She's going to be slamming cupboards. She's going to be turning every water faucet on and off. OK, she's going to be slamming pots and pans, kicking over the garbage can. <laughs> right? She go, she like take a nap. Oh, hell no. Not on my time. You told me we was going to the fair, the festival, the farmer's market and whatnot. And you think you're just going to sit here and relax? Uh-uh. Honey, I need you to do this. Give me the honey-do list. Yep, vacuuming right by your feet and your head. <laughs> it's crazy, man. This is just in their nature. This is just what they do because it's not that, it's not that wives do it. This is what they do. Tell me I'm lying. I mean, I'm telling I'm here to tell y'all the truth. They they not gonna let y'all just chill. 
All right. They just going to be like, I'm, I'm about to give you something to do. Here we go. Do you think that yes. husbands should help their wives with weekend housework? Yes, I think they should. It's just natural. Are you married? No, I'm single, but I uh, do all the housework myself. I live on my own. He lived in the free agent lifestyle. He was like, man, you know, hey, look, I already got a clean house. You know, he looked like his house clean already. He smoked eight packs of cigarettes, but you know his house clean, <laughs> right? And he was like, I can clean house. I can wash my own clothes. I don't need no bitch. But listen, if I had one, I can do my own shit. That's basically what he said. Husbands uh, should help with the weekend housework? Yes, certainly, all the time, but mine doesn't. <laughs> all right, she said, yeah, they should, but my husband doesn't. Mm. All right. think that husbands should help with the weekend housework? Uh, it all depends what chores they've got to do themselves. Oh. How's it organized at your house? Oh, well, I have four girls, and uh, there's a lot of work to do. Look at these ladies, man. Shout out to these ladies, man. It's hard to find ladies anymore. We got these honorary women out here, broads, we call them. They out here, look at these women. They presenting themselves. They ain't got eyelashes and hella makeup on. They ain't got their titties out, ass out. They sitting there well and politely and sir and your honor. And this woman's like, you getting a little bit too close for me. But she was like, hey, man, you know, I got a lot of shit to do. I'm supposed he can help. But, you know, he got shit to do, too. Yep, they got collarbones. They got collarbones and shit. You know what I mean? They all, no overweight. I ain't seen a Mastodon yet. Not one Mastodon. Yep, natural woman. No Mastodons or Nathan. All right, but this is Australia. All right, here we go. I guess that means the dad can sit down most of the time. And now he's out most of the time. I keep out of my way. Oh, shit. He was like, he, he out of the house to get out of my way. By the way, that would used to be a thing. The wife say, just get out. The house was her territory. So even on the weekend, she like, get out. <laughs> All right. I don't need you here. All right. Let me see what this guy has to say. You do a lot of weekend housework? Yes, I do it all. What does your wife do? Why do you do the housework? She rests. Oh, damn. Handpicked how? Look, this dude. All right. This ninja said, I do it all. What does she do? Nothing. She rests. All right, Jesus. All right, so uh, interesting look back in the time machine. I know we do uh, try to use, we have revisionist history related to time, but many times, nah. All right, it, it's nothing's changed. We've been having these conversations for quite a long time, and it makes for an interesting one. Last one, and we're going to get to the cash apps. We do have some special people in the cash app sponsoring today's show. But we're going to take you to the, the rapist. I mean, the therapist. This is what most of your therapists want to say. This is what your, most of your therapists want to say to you ninjas and you women abusing them, using your, your work insurance to cover free therapy. Oh, my therapy is covered by my work benefits. Mm. Oh, my God. These people are like, damn, we got to make a living. This is what your therapist wants to say to you. I hate being a therapist. Ah! All day, all day day i just have to listen to people complain about their stupid problems and i just want to be like shut up nobody cares this is the only honest advice you're ever going to get from a therapist get over it ah that's what you want to say hey finally an honest therapist let's give them the prices right finally the tiktok the rapist in the building as i call them the, the rapist that's what they want to say but guess what that's what they want to say, but guess what? They gotta they gotta make their money off of you goofy people out here. <laughs> Get over it. 
sitting in therapy for 50, 11 years. All right. He's like, man, I ain't got time for this shit, but I guess it got to pay the bills. Let's play it again. Hey, being a therapist. Ah! Hey, all day. I just have to listen to people complain about their stupid problems. And I just want to be like, shut up. Nobody cares. This is the only honest advice you're ever going to get from a therapist. Get over it. <laughs> Let's give him a round of applause. I love the honesty. Finally. For real. Get over it. For reals, though. For reals, though. Get over it. All right. Shout out to him for being honest. Finally. <laughs> First world problems. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't feel sorry for none of y'all ninja sitting around talking about I need therapy. Sorry. All right. Shout out to my man, Double D. Delicious Dave. Pause. He said for the weekend, we got Frodo Bagum Young says, is the coach gang where in Amazon yours? Um, Yes, there, but there are some imposters. So watch out for that. But it should say coach gang where and make sure it looks like um, follow the link in the description box, I believe. Yeah. Shout out to my man, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar says, thank you for your words of wisdom. I appreciate you, Kareem. Thank you, brothers, for the support all week. Shout out to Bobby Bobby T in the building. He says, appreciate the work ethic and consistency for, 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 for life. Shout out to you. For, 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 for life, for life. Shout out to Moose Hefner says, shout out to the future NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. Hey, the NBA, I made my NBA predictions and I, I made a prediction about the Boston Celtics winning that series and they were pretty much going down 3-2. And uh, here you are at game seven. All right, so shout out to them. I think we're looking at Boston versus Denver. And your boy Scoop says, he says, Coach, always keeping it funky, TGIF. Thank you. And Candace is in the building. Hello. We're going to call you Candy Cane. And she sponsored, brothers. If y'all don't know, Candake, our sister here, has sponsored and co-sponsored the last few days. And she says, morning and enjoy your weekend with my Dukes. Yes, we will be checking it out. Appreciate the support for sister. You bet. Oh, oh my mind. All right. Shout out to her. And uh, yeah, let's check out what on Venmo. Check out what on Venmo going on here. We got PayPal coming up. Nuggets Warriors for the Western Conference. Yeah, will the Lakers choke? Because the Lakers had them 3-1, right? If I'm not mistaken, they had them 3-1. Um, if I'm not mistaken, right? Are they 3-3 right now? I'm not sure. I'm not even sure. All right. Um, it's slipping my mind. Slip your mind. All right. Shout out to uh, <laughs> where we at here. We got a woman trying to marry me. Well, she better pay up. Oh, it's 3-2. Lakers. And they should be in, uh, are they back? Um, I, Where are they playing tonight? 3-2 Lakers? Where are they playing tonight? They playing, um, yeah, who they? where are they playing though? They playing in Los Angeles? No, they playing back in Golden State. Are they playing in LA? <sighs> if they don't win tonight, they, gonna wrap, they lose in the series. All right, if they, they need to win tonight, this is a must win. Must win game. But we got no government name, says on PayPal. Good morning, coach. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. And he says right here, showing early support as I wait on the tarmac to Columbia. He says, I'll catch up with the show when I land. Maria will be sniggling, too. Have a great weekend. And, yes, I know you about to have a good weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Somebody said they don't share arenas. They go back and forth. 
2-2-1-1-1. I believe it is back to that. We got Kaylin says the indecisiveness of women will continue to be the biggest factor when it comes to the end of relationships. He says the man doesn't have to be a cheater or an abuser, but just boring. You're ahead of the game. He says they'll end them because they're not happy anymore. Very simply. All right. And women mostly in relationships. All right. They are the ones who in relationships when men in relationships, if the woman's not in agreement, the relationship ain't over. <laughs> right. Like if a man comes in and be like, I'm breaking up with you, bitch. And she's like, no, you ain't. Y'all still together. <laughs> you still together, Ninja. You, you still together until she moves on or gets over it. You still together until she loses her breath. She, you still together until she pushes your car into the river. <laughs> Y'all still together. Now, if she came in and was like, it's over, it's over. Mm. Everything you do after that is abuse, stalking. <laughs> you go into court. Yep. She, she'll tell you when it's over, Nick. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. We have to take notes, man. Believe me, I got this thing down packed. She yours forever. She yours forever. And don't be the first one to make her bust. She yours, Ninja. She yours whether she yours whether she get married. She's yours. You're the first one to get between her legs and make her. Rah, rah, rah. That's your girl forever. You're you've imprinted her. Like she can get married, have other relationships. She's still gonna think of you and call you up and all of that shit. That's your girl. That's your girl forever. Take care of her. <laughs> right. Just keep it cool. All right, shout out to uh, Newski. He says, I don't think relationships are meant to last. You're ahead of the game. <laughs> Everything else is just to pass time while we are here. I don't care about them ending until or unless I invested in it. So there you go again. You guys are slightly ahead of the game. We're going to get into some science about relationships and why we think traditional relationships should last forever. And I'll give you a hint. Economics economics all right so um that's typically why and also we've been sold that but typically that's not how it's worked we have uh mr dupre he says taking a two-month monk mode so i can stack cash for the impending depression trying to focus on me and get prepared winter is coming for these 304s and their hands will be out all right and as isaiah 4 and 1 said and in this day there will be many women that won't, will want to take your name, and I'm paraphrasing, and so forth and so on. And uh, guys, I'm living proof of this right now. Many women love to be in a position. They don't care about no long-term relationship, Ninja. They need to pay their rent, okay? <laughs> das Token. So basically, we're done as a species. No time in the history of man have men and women been so far apart. I agree. I agree, but this is all by design. As a matter of fact, if you really want to go deep down this rabbit hole, this is all by design, and there's not there's just a few people that are forcing this these issues for their own general purposes and reasons. And I can't say their name on the airwave, but I can say it on my private stream. But yeah, it, it's it. This is all by design. New, 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 new world order. This is all by design, and it's and it's falling. The plan is unfolding so beautifully. Okay, so beautifully. All right. Kaylin, last one says, Coach, uh, who you got tonight between the Knicks and the Heat? He says, and then the main event, the Warriors and the Lakers. He says, both the Heat and the Lakers need to win so they don't have to play the Russian roulette game seven. I'm actually going to say 
the the Heat are going to close. The Lakers are not. All right. So Heat are going to close. Lakers are not. Lakers go to game seven, potentially up in San Francisco and take a L. They lose. But hey, man, don't count out LeBron James, man. LeBron James, as much as I don't really like him personally, like I don't like his persona. He's he's something else, man. I mean, you know what? If he can get the Lakers to the finals, if he can get the Lakers to the finals, he got to be considered one of the greatest of all time. All right. I know people want to keep Jordan up there, but this dude in the playoffs, he continues to hold his end of the bargain. All right. I, I can't put him in front of Jordan. That's just that's just um, what do they call it? Sacrilege. All right. It's sacrilege. But come on, man. Lakers got to win tonight. All right. Um, but if they win, I think that I think I predicted them winning. If they win, they lose to the Nuggets. So it's 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 a uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it is what it is. Straggle and Sniggle Theater back to the show. Let's have some fun before we get into the main event. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like five fifty on the five sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. All right. Um. We'll take the sports debate over to the sports channel. Let's get to the straggle and sniggle theater. A, we have a woman, a black sister. I love you. Here it is right here. She says um, she married herself. This is the type of shit. I mean, I know you guys want to save the community, but this shit right here, this type of behavior is just a little spirit. This is Lilith. This is just the spirit of rebellion. This is the Jezebel spirit. This is the spirit of um of uh of uh of the sapphire. This is just all out uh rebellion. All right. And so these women don't have any interest in doing or hearing what ninjas have to say. So I feel sorry for black men who exclusively want black women. I feel sorry. I mean, you guys are dealing with pure, unadulterated Eve spirit. This is the spirit of Eve. Again. The spirit of Eve was Satan tempted Eve with the tree of knowledge, right? Right? In the Garden of Eden. Or some of y'all ninjas, the Garden of Stephen. And these women say, well, we're smart, educated. That's the tree of knowledge. That's the spirit of Lilith and Eve. And they've been tempted. Their tummy's been tempted, or the devil's tempted their tummy with the taste of nuts and honey. This is what I'm talking about. People who do this out in the open is just a disgrace to people who want to keep their communities together. All right, so let's play this. Uh, all right, I had to turn the music off, but take a look at this. Look at this. First of all, I mean, everything about this, there ain't a skinny woman. There ain't a collarbone to be seen. Not one goddamn collarbone. This is somewhere in Georgia. Look at this. Jiggling down the aisle. Look at this. Not a collarbone in sight. <laughs> Not a one. All right, come on, man. I mean, dude, these people, I tell you, man, you guys got to watch out for this evolution. They're larger than the men. Like they're more mass, more larger, probably weigh as much or more. And these ninjas out here can't do nothing with it, but like the thickness. Take a look. Take a look. How you marrying yourself in public? <laughs> what in the world? Look, and everybody congratulating her and shit. The black community is done. All right, come on. This. What are we doing? This is absolutely reprehend. Oh, of course. The children are walking her down. She got kids by, oh, my Lord. This is the disgrace. This is the absolute disgrace. I mean, man almighty. Like, what, what are you celebrating? Look at these skinny ninjas out here. Nothing but, wow. 
disgraceful. Listen, I don't care because it ain't my community to save, but it's y'all ninjas out here putting on your cape. Of course, you got kids. Look, one, two, three, four, five, six. This one is the smallest female right here. And she a teenager. All right. She got to be. I think she looking like a teenager by the way she's dressed. Everybody else severely overweight. And no, this isn't your body shape. This is your body shape. These women are overweight. It is what it is. All right. And uh, now they got to marry myself. I got to marry me. I married me. All right. Oh, my <clears throat> Lord. What do I say about this? She got married to herself and everybody showed up, man. Oh, my God. We need to put a rest. Look, not even. Listen, I, I'm not here to save this shit. I'm not. I'm not the one. Ladies, if you listen to me, I'm not giving you any instruction. All right. I give you hints. I give you suggestions. If you don't want to follow it, so be it. I'm not going to do not put the cape on me. I'm not trying to save society and civilization. Let it burn. I'm not trying to do it. Mm. But it's you that come to my show trying to get me to say, well, what's the solution? Free agent lifestyle. <laughs> All right. Save yourself. Sink or swim. I'm telling you, man, it's getting bad out here. It's getting bad. This is what they publicly wanted you to do. And this is sponsored. Hold on for a second. The wedding should have started like this. Hold on. Where's my clip? I can't even find my uh, clip here. Let me see. Where I don't use it much. Oh, where is it at? <laughs> I guess it's gone. Oh, here it is. This is what the wedding should have said. Going announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Yeah, that's that's what that's what the beginning of the wedding should have said. <laughs> All right, in the end, should have said. Going announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. That's what it should have said. All right, <laughs> that's what it is. But you keep falling for it, man. Unbelievable. And I got even more, more clown shit going on here on Straggling Sniggle Theater. We got one straggle and two sniggles. All right, here we go right here. One straggle and two sniggles, as you can see on your screen. Uh, let me see if I can make this larger set. She invited both guys from the threesome to the baby shower since she didn't know who the baby daddy is. Uh-huh. Yeah, there it is. She didn't know who the baby daddy was, so she invited both ninjas from the threesome. Well, I've been telling you that and she's twerking and shit and stanky legging. Man, hey man, go ahead and send it. Let's send it. I, I'm not saving it. Yeah, not the threesome, the train yang. Um, what do you want me to do? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? All right, what do you guys want from me uh to say it, it we can't, it's unsavable. I'm just letting you know what you can do is save yourself. All right, SYSBM, if you will, MGTOW, if you want, very agent lifestyle for the win. All right, see what we're doing. First of all, let's go back to the last two videos. All right, the last two videos that feature two events that should never exist in any culture. Baby, mo a single mother getting a baby shower and a woman marrying herself. I mean, <laughs> right. Like, why would you reward a single mother with the celebration, a baby shower, a gender reveal? No. Y'all need to stop going to these parties. Stop going to them. Some more, some, some, some straggle gets pregnant. I'm having a baby shower. Don't go. Mm. Nobody said no presents. Let her sit there in the empty ass room. Now you got this. I'm gonna invite both of my baby daddies, boy. And y'all want a relationship? Y'all want what we doing? These two sniggles are out of control. And look at them. They man, I told you, and by the way, I told you polyamory was on the way. I've been telling you this for the last three and a half, four years. I've been mentioning this. It's on the way. 
and this this is an example of polyamory. And I've also said women are naturally polyam uh, polygynist. All right, they use multiple men for different reasons. That's polyamory. Um, uh, men uh, that are higher value, 70, 30 rule, 80, 20 rule, that's just based in polygyny or polygamy, right? And uh, the higher tier men or even the most aggressive guys, the, the so-called uh, men that they want, that they're choosing, these are the women that are getting access. The quiet dudes don't get shit. We're going to talk about this when we pull up relationship statistics. All right, so... This is what we got going on, man. And uh, as these things are going on and I report from the scene, do not get me to try to change this shit. All right. I'm just reporting. I show you the evidence, too. I don't I literally show you the evidence and y'all be over here. But 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 but. Let's get to the next one. Uh, We got more chicken bunk relationship talk from the most the least traditional people on the planet. Let's go ahead and pull up this video. Um, I, I love that this is always seems to be the topic of conversation between the least married individuals in America. All right. The most single parents in America, the most early terminations in America, the lowest rung on the economic ladder in America. Here we go. By women that just bring good looks. You don't want somebody that could bring something to the table. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to bring what you bring to the table, but bring something else. Compliment me. Back in the day, being pretty was enough. Like that was enough to get married. And then the table was created afterwards. I feel like a lot of men that don't have money are always asking what else, what else, what else? But a lot of men that do have money, looks are completely enough. If you want this traditional woman, you have to be just as traditional. And when I say traditional, I don't mean toxic. I don't mean like sit there, sit cute, don't think, don't speak. You understand what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you have to be as traditional as you want your woman to be. And I think that's where a lot of these men, these nuanced men are up. You want a traditional woman, but there is nothing traditional about you. You can't work at Popeye's talking about you want a traditional woman because traditionally you cannot sustain me or this household with your Popeye's salary. There's a lot. Um, I mean, again, these podcasts, <laughs> I mean, we've been over this too many times. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it today. You're not going to drag me into this duck in this, my, this sandbox. You're not going to drag me back into this conversation. But here you guys go. There you go. I mean, that's where you stand right now. That's where you stand to get traditional relationships. By the way, her traditional relationships seem to have overlapped progressivism. Progressivism. Have you noticed that? She wanted to define it. Well, and traditionally, but then progressively, then traditionally, then progressively, then progressively, then traditionally. <laughs> like, wait a minute, which one is it? Which one do you want? You want it full tradition, and then you heaped in some progressivism on top of it. Man, sit your punk ass down. And that dude over there for co-signing that shit. Neither one of y'all getting married statistically. <laughs> Neither one of y'all did just get married. So what the hell are we talking about? None of y'all gonna be traditional. None of y'all. I mean, the the, the likelihood that y'all gonna be traditional in any time soon, please. I mean, I'm we need to put this conversation to, to bed, especially in the straggle and sniggle community. You guys aren't putting it together. The only men, 
let me let me let me keep it going what are we doing here oh that's the last one all right outro it is and then we'll get on with the show all right we got shiny pants appreciate you on the super chat we got midwest's finest you mentioned earlier about the names you can't bring up that are pushing men and women apart hopefully you can bring and break it down i following you on locals oh absolutely new 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 world order it's a name that the media will refuse to say on television in fact there's a clip that somebody tried to say it and they shut that shit down. This is an all out assault on the American populace. And it is by design and highly financed, but it's neither here nor there. It ain't my problem. You guys invited the shit in. All right. We got our man, Jay Brown, love from Long Beach. We call it Strong Beach, California. And he says, what do you say from Strong Beach? I got money. Shout out to everything in Long Beach, Ocean Avenue over there. And uh, for some reason, it's slipping my name, but I spent lots of time over there. And if you a ninja in Long Beach, you're doing very well. Um, gosh, why does it slip my mind? Uh, shoot. Belmont Shores in Long Beach. Shout out to Belmont Shores and shout out to all the Samoans in long beach the white girls that love ninjas in long beach all the mexicans and the latinas over there hey one of the most diverse areas in america is long beach california all right one of the most diverse areas in in the in california and the united states you have a great time is long beach strong beach and uh shout out to the straggles over there lots of straggles <laughs> lots of straggles over there Mexicans, too. <laughs> All right, everybody, shout out to everybody at Long Beach Poly and everybody at Long Beach Wilson. All right, appreciate y'all. We got it going on. Uh, Let's see here. Nobody on Venmo, but it's all good. I appreciate y'all brothers here. Uh, Persian straggles, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a great place, man. It's kind of right before you hit Orange County and get a reality check, right? You be go doing good. Don't go too far south, you know what I mean? Because the demographics change too much. You in Long Beach, because you in L.A., and then you go to Long Beach, you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then you go down in Orange County right over there, and then you're like, damn, it changed overnight. Like, mm -hmm. you went to Seal Beach, then you messed around in Huntington Beach, then you messed around and got yourself in Newport, and you're like, god damn, all right, there the real money is, all right? Anyway, <laughs> all right, so be careful, be careful. Just stay within your, stay in your range, ninja, stay in your range. All right, people that's not from California don't know what I'm talking about, but everybody that does, they know what I'm talking about. All right, anyway, I got Kaylin. Thank you, brother. Long Beach is OC for ninjas, absolutely. And once you go down there, see, like, you can be, look, let me give you the demographics. So there's Los Angeles. There's right below that, out to the coast is Long Beach, the port, port of Los Angeles, port of Long Beach. Then you have Orange County. So what happens is you can still be a ninja and go from L.A. to Long Beach. You can still look act like a ninja, walk like a ninja, talk like a ninja. You can walk with your pimp hand, strong. <laughs> you can do all of this shit. You can still do. You can sag your pants and all that shit. You can be on Belmont Shores and you'll still do well. Nobody will bother you. All right, nobody will bother you. You can have dread knocks. You can walk with your hat cocked sideways from L.A. to Long Beach. You good. You good. Now, right just south of Long Beach is Orange County. And if you bring that shit from L.A. and you go to Long Beach and then you think your ass going to go from Seal Beach to Huntington Beach with that bullshit, 
and go past Huntington Beach in the Newport and Corona Del Mar with that shit, man, you better think twice. So what happens is ninjas be trying to run game. I'm a run game. And they go from L.A. to Long Beach and they run game and it works. It works. Then I'll be like, come on down here. I was in Newport like this. <laughs> Bring that shit down here. All right. Come on down here with that game shit. <laughs> you going to get sent back up to Long Beach. With your tail tucked between your legs, that game, that Long Beach and L.A. game is not working down here. <laughs> All right. You better start going inland and work from Santa Ana and head up through Tustin and you better get up there and start going up to Riverside and Corona with that shit. Do not bring that shit down here to Orange County. <laughs> Everybody from the Southern California knows what I'm talking about. Anyway. All right. Shout out to my man. Daylay says, coach, you are right. When you said that black women are their own race, they consider themselves. And he says, do you know, uh, that there is a movement about black women saying that they are gods. I did not know that. I did not know that. <laughs> right? I have no idea. But they do consider themselves separate from ninjas. As a matter of fact, if you want evidence and proof, Goldman Sachs. Anytime they do get a, a feather in their cap, they're going to ride it and completely segment and segregate themselves from black men. It is what it is. And it's not a complaint. This is just the truth. In fact, Ice Cube pulled it out and he said, hey, I got a pill. I got a platinum plan for the black folks in America. And they was like, what about black women? As if you weren't in the plan like she. Mm. <laughs> right. I said black people and they was like, well, that's black people. But what about black women? So you guys got to know, man. Yep. Section eight welfare. They're always separate from y'all. The only time they're not separate is when they want you to comply and do their bidding protect them and shit like that right you know but it is what it is i, I figured that's i i saw this about 40 42 years ago <laughs> somebody says chronicle of judah said that years ago shout out to him shout out to him I, I didn't know he said that i do listen to him i don't know if he said black women are on, on their own race but chronicle uh, chronicles of judah is a great uh channel i don't think he puts content on youtube anymore he's quite controversial all right but yeah i mean if you don't see this you don't see it it's all right he says, it is the same for whites. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if that, I don't know if you could say that specifically. No. All right. Trailer park trash. Trailer park trash. See, white folks are good at segmenting. <laughs> white folks are good at dicing their community up. All right. White folks be like, you not us. And they be white. Like, they'll dice themselves up. They're like, mm. Like, you go from Huntington Beach to Newport, they will not let Huntington Beach people come through. They'd be like, we don't want them white folks to come here. Same thing with Riverside. They'd be like, nah, you ain't us. Like, they literally dice themselves up. And in fact, in fact, I know a lot of people think, yeah, they own class warfare. They don't care about race. In fact, if you go to a suburban community, even there's a, there's a hierarchy in the suburban community. Gated communities, there's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy there, too, because they'll be like, oh, you live on that street. And this in the same gated community, right? You're like, oh, you live on the south part of the the <laughs> you're like, what? And literally, you don't know it because you broke all of these houses or mansions. But in that community, they have two streets with mega mansions, 30 million dollar houses. And then they have good houses that are like between five million dollars. And then they have. Houses with alleys, which are still nice, but they're like one million. And they'll be like, oh, you live on that side of the community? <laughs> they will dice 
dice your ass up. In fact, their entire history, they've been at war with each other. We just don't see it. I want you to see it. I want, I want black people to see it. It's levels to everything, dog. It's levels to this shit. If you don't understand, y'all think white folks together, man, they've been at each other's neck since they came out of the caves and hills of the Caucasus Mountains, man. They don't, they don't like each other. <laughs> they don't like each other, bro. Now they'll get to their fraternity brothers and all that shit. They don't like each other. Look at Europe. Look at Europe. They've been that they, every every about 50 years, somebody comes into power and push the, the borders left and right. <laughs> Right. Every now and then somebody will come out caveman style and shit with a whole lion and a bear and, and a whole hat. And they'd be like, we pushing the boundaries every goddamn 50 years. They be fighting each other all the damn time. You look up 50 years later. Oh, wait a minute. OK, Germany doesn't have Poland anymore and they're not all the way in Italy. Oh, OK, what we at now? What the map looking like now? <laughs> like they, hate, they be hating each other. In fact, even in America. That was at each other's neck, white folks. I want people to see this because y'all think, oh, the white man. I'm like, dude, in America in the 1900s, Italian and Irish people were considered ninjas. And the only people that were worse than them was ninjas. Like, I mean, I get it. But they treated Polish, German, Italian. All right, if you wasn't wasp, white Anglo-Saxon, if you wasn't Scandinavian, if you wasn't blonde hair, blue, they brought all that shit. They was like Italian. Oh, hell no. Irish. Oh, hell no. Jewish. Wait a minute. Let Kanye speak on it. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. He was Jewish. My folks were like, uh-uh, 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 uh Not them. <laughs> but y'all don't see it. Y'all don't see it. Y'all think everybody just against y'all. Yep. Yo, it is what it is, man. All right, uh, yeah, but like once you see it, then you can be like, they just don't like, they just don't like nobody, <laughs> right? And then once you figure that out, then it don't bother you no more. I'm like, they just be at each other's neck. They at everybody's neck, and the reason why they trying to protect theirs. They like we trying to keep ours. All right, we don't want y'all. <laughs> you got don't come over here. Don't come. Nah, 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 nah. In fact, the Midwest, which I've always called the most segregated place in America, all right? And people denied it, and then guess what happened? George Floyd happened immediately after that. I mean, you could go back to the archives. Go back to my show right before George Floyd. I did a show on areas in the United States, and I said the South is, I'm sorry, the Midwest is the most segregated place in America. And everybody's like, nah. And I was like, dude, everywhere in the Midwest, they have towns still today that are segregated. That's called the town of the culture or the ethnic group that lived there. Like in the South, they don't have that. It's kind of black and white, all right? Black folks over here, white folks over here. But in the Midwest, they got like Germantown, Polish town, <laughs> right? Chinatown. I mean, everybody got a Chinatown. White people town, all right? Chicago is a great example. They have um, Cicero. Like, it's all dice the fuck up. And you never go, you never go up over there. You'd be like, you going to Cicero? In Wisconsin, you going to Glendale, you going to South Milwaukee, you going to Germantown. <laughs> like what? Mm. I'm telling you, man. Yep. Little Italy. They literally just section everybody the hell off, man. Completely segregated. California is like that, too. So um, when you think about that, yeah, little Havana, I'm telling you, you going to Greendale. Oh, hell no. Nah. Don't go to Greendale. Imagine you in Wisconsin, you go on the bus. 
you leave Milwaukee and you like, I'm taking a bus to Greendale, people will look at you like, for what? <laughs> you taking the bus to Greendale? I'm like, what you going to do when you get there? Ninja, you going to get lynched? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, taking a bus to what? Brown deer, white water. <laughs> like, nah, nah, nah. I'm telling you, man, that's how America is. So we, once you re realize that, you can wake up and be less sensitive about stuff. Because when you're not around, they don't like somebody else. When you're around, they don't like you and somebody else. This, it is what it is. Where are we at? <laughs> All right. Nickel. Nicholas says, Coach, he says, you've got the most pragmatic content out here of anyone I've seen cover the subject of relationships and finance. He says, going to have to check out your locals. Respect. Thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Here we go right here. Oh, they. Oh, I can't say this, but they have another area. Even in New York, they got areas where Jewish people, like, do not, you ain't coming in. It is what it is. I can't say I can't say the race, but Kanye. Can say I'm not going to say what race, what people we know. I can't say that. <laughs> all right. I'll let Kanye talk about it. And Miami. Yeah. All these places have these and everybody's worried about like, I, you got, don't be so sensitive. They, they just don't, people don't like people and don't think it's not, you're the only one. They don't like a lot of other people. Let me do one more and then get back to the show. This is our brother said, don't say my damn government name. He says, coach, my 61-year-old mother is marrying her 66-year-old boyfriend after five months of dating. She must have a need. He says he is successfully is successful financially, but besides that, I feel it's pointless other than his assets being passed to my mom. I want to red pill her, but they're in love like no other love. And he says that I don't want to sound bitter and hurt. He says I'm a young millennial who doesn't want to take care of her in her older years. What should I do? All right, so... Uh, they, let them do what they want to do. Um, they're going to get divorced in rapid time. <laughs> I mean, they're going to get divorced. Your mother's going to get a financial windfall and you'll be able to pay for her uh, nursing. You'll be able to pay for her nursing in the next 10 years. So that's what's going to happen. I mean, they they won't last three years. I'm just and I'm not being pessimistic. Just let them let them do it. Then otherwise you don't have to wipe her ass no more. It is what it is. All right, let's get back to the show. We got uh, Kevin Costner getting back, wanting his ex-wife back. All right, we already know he had a prenup. It's still going to cost him some money, but why he trying to give it his ex-wife? We talk about the marriage will. There's the article right there, according to the media outlets, and we showed you Kevin Costner's wife pulled the plug after giving him two ultimatums, and he failed all kind of shit tests. They wrapped up the series uh, Jellystone just to placate the wife and so he can save his marriage. And, of course, it didn't work. She hit him with the, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> and Kevin Costner was trying to get his ex back amid reports that he feels blindsided by his recent end of his 18-year-old marriage. And one of the things we talk about when it, you guys uh, tell me you're in a good marriage, I always want to say, well, you are right now. Because the scobo always looks like this for men as long as a wife hasn't brought up divorce or filed. Right. This is what the scoreboard looks like. Y'all be like, I'm out here winning. You out here losing. I got a girl. I got a wife. And I'll be like, I got plenty of stories that when the when the divorce hit, he was the last one to know. And he gets blindsided. 
there's a dear John letter, right? Or um, she done moved out the house when you went on vacation to go see your mother for Mother's Day. She filed the divorce and snuck it to you, stuck it to you, and she went on vacation. She took the kids and all the shit out the house, and you came back from work and got served real quick. Most men get blindsided. In fact, I've shared a story about Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith getting blindsided. Luke, Luther Campbell got blindsided. They thought they were doing the right thing, and ultimately it turned wrong. It's just how it works. We'll get to that in the relationship uh, uh, conversation here. But there he is right there. He's trying to get her back. He's trying to win her back. Oh, look at what it says. Is reportedly trying to win back his estranged wife. Nope. Nah. Hey, y'all, just for just for your advice, unless he's just trying to play the cheaper to keep her game. There they are there. There's the happy couple. 19 years down the drain, gray divorce, set up in prime, ready to go. She ready to go get her bag and run. Yep. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> He's worth more divorced than married. She probably already on the in these streets, right? In these streets. All right. As you know, they, they that you know that peace lee be itching out there. She probably already got somebody lined up. And uh, you know, after her few years of marriage, they thinking about getting back out here. And uh, just to be fair, in, in this day and age, women like her can get way more rewards being divorced than they can be married, right? Uh, first of all. Nobody was even saying her name <laughs> before the divorce. Now people know who the hell she is. And uh, just like Giselle Bunchen, she got divorced. What did she do? She out here on billboards. She walking naked. She taking naked pictures for Instagram. All right. She out there in these streets. What do you do after a couple years of marriage? Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe a dude should be tied up in his feet. Do you know what she will be doing soon as the divorce hit? She, what would she be doing? Uh, learning how to be a good person, starting a charity. <laughs> All right, what would you be doing? Throwing it back. <laughs> right here, it is right here. Uh, former Kevin Costner, uh, uh, sorry, former for Kevin Costner, divorce with kids is his what? What do I warn you about? Worst nightmare. As Star struggles to save marriage, I keep warning you guys about this, and and, and I know I get a you know most people support me, and I know a lot of people just don't understand. And I've been saying this, and I said this about Kevin Costner, and also said this and wrote about this. This is the worst thing you're gonna go through, other than the death of a loved one, like an unexpected, untimely death, or uh, that that's the only one that trumps it. Your divorce is gonna be the toughest thing you ever go through other than a death of a tough, like a, a family member or something like that, like your mother or a child, uh, unexpectedly, right? It's the toughest thing. You guys think it's easy. It is rough. It is rough on you emotionally. In fact, I shared a story about teachers who said that divorce affects the children in their classroom worse than the death of a relative, like a grandparent. They're noticing that over time, the kids that adjust the worst, like the kids adjust, but the divorce affects the children worse than the death of a grandparent. Um, I shared that story with you. And again, I don't got time to bring up all the stuff that I share here. However, I then say to you, divorce is a death. Divorce is a death. All right. So if you're a guy and you're unexpected, you're not expecting a divorce and you're just plugging away, you're plugging and chugging, and then you get blindsided, 
That is the death of your legacy. That is the death of your family. That is the death of your plans, your future plans. What you planned out for the next 5, 10, and 15 years has died on the spot. So then you have to reshape and shift your mind to have a different direction. Many men can't. So they go back to their ex. I don't want to kill this. I don't want this to die. And then they go back there. Instead of experiencing the death, they want to keep it alive because it's a death. It's the death of your children, meaning the death of your spiritual relationship and your 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 um, physical relationship with your children. It's over, right? You're going to be on some diced up, chopped up, false ass narrative co-parenting now, which you did not plan. So that's a death of your time with your children. It is a death. He says, what is death then? A dirt nap, <laughs> right? That's all it is. So it. It is, a, it is tough because nobody gives you a perspective of how to deal with it. I'm one of the only people that tell you how to deal with it. And you can't find that many people that do it, all right? They, they'll just push you back in. Go in, go in, sacrifice yourself. Blood sacrifice yourself. They'll just keep pushing you in there. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't. It's cheaper to keep her. Happy wife, happy life. Just do whatever she says. They just shove you back in there. I'm the only one that tells you, look, you're in a better position now, Ninja, <laughs> all right? It's going to be rough. Go through the proceedings, the process. Do not be surprised about everything. This woman that you slept with for 18 years is going to essentially send assassins to you. Trained assassins. <laughs> She's going to send assassins to you in every single way. You're not going to recognize her. Then I tell you, do not remarry. Do not remarry. Don't even consider it for 10 years. All right. Save your money. Hunker down. Stop dating serious women. I had a woman once tell me, do not mess with normie, normal women for the next five years after your divorce. She was like, none. And I was like, what, she, what, she, what should I be doing? She said, just to the junior college. All right. And she was an elder woman who was, um, who was uh, divorced herself. She was like, don't take any women seriously. No relationships. Because what you're going to do is that person is just going to fill the void. And you're going to put too much pressure on them. You're going to rush down the aisle. That person is going to have a serious advantage over you. Statistically, you're going to divorce them within five years, 67 chance, 67% chance. So I tell guys, avoid all this bullshit, right? Reshape your mind. Get yourself in shape. Get your finances in order. Recover financially. Then go to the junior college, <laughs> right? Don't believe in the fairy tale. Like I I'm the only one that tells you there's, there's not many men that can cover this. They don't even have the experience. You guys are putting the crown on red pill guys. And I got the experience and they want to call this negative experience. This is powerful experience. This is powerful experience. I've been seen the bottom and I've risen, risen from the ashes. I done warded off the trained assassins and survived. I've lived in my car. This is the best experience that you should hear. Not ninjas that ain't never been through it, right? Not only that, these ninjas ain't never been married and they talking shit, right? All right, I know how to do what? You don't know how to do shit. You ain't never kept a woman in your life. How you telling ninjas how to do stuff out here? You ain't never made a legit commitment in your entire life. You can barely wipe your ass, let alone you've never wiped a child's ass and you want to tell me about shit? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You ain't got shit to say out here. And that's how I feel. By the way, $1,500 for the collab, 10 racks for the debate, and 5,000, no, 10 racks for the, 10 racks for the uh, debate, and $50,000 for the beef. That's how it works around here. But anyway, 
But anyway, who are you gonna? Who else is gonna give you this info? Not many people are going to give it to you. So here it is. Here it is. Kevin Costner is about to do what? What does he say here? I'm gonna show you what he said. He says right here why Kevin Costner was surprised but not shocked by divorce filing. Surprised, not shocked. And so here it is right here. He knew she wasn't happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> he knew he was focusing on her his career, and he probably knew that she wanted her a career of her own. See, this is the one thing that changes. This is the one thing that changes about relationships and men and women and marriages. The woman's going to be like, okay, I'm tired of this. Okay, This is what we call the bait and switch. And then the bait and switch doesn't mean it's evil. She just says, I want something different. But I want it in the context of the marriage that we agreed in. Right? So you agreed on some shit 10 years ago. And then now 10 years later, she's like, well, I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> you were like, I'm sorry. We agreed on this. You can't change the dynamics of the relationship. You can grow or you can go. I don't know what to tell you, but I didn't agree with that. And if that was who you were, I would never have married you in the position that you're presenting to me. Now, that could be I want multiple sexual partners. I want to do orgies. I want to invite my boyfriend in the relationship. I want to cut my hair. I want to gain weight. I don't want to I, I don't want to be a stay at home mom. I want to go get my own job. And it goes back and forth and they just change their mind like they change their draws. And here's the thing. You wouldn't have married her the way she's presenting herself newly. But you have to appreciate it. She wants something different. However, if you want something different, you can't stay in the same relationship. Right? It is what it is. But uh, this is what happens. Then the guy goes into panic mode. All right. I saw this shit coming. I'm not. I'm surprised. I ain't shocked. Um, and uh, it's just simply the marriage rule. But what does it cost him? A hell of a lot. Sad to see that he's wanting to go back to his ex. I don't think this is a good idea. It would be the equivalent of going back to someone to give them a second chance to poison you. Mm. I mean, she already done bit you. She already put the venom in you. Why are you going back? You know what I mean? You already saw what she's willing to do. She didn't pulled out all the knives. She didn't pulled out all the brass, the ammo. She didn't put the assassins on you. <laughs> what the hell, man? What else do you want? She didn't spike your drink. You gonna sleep down next to her now? I ain't sleeping next to you now. I gotta be sleeping with one eye open and shit. <laughs> she tried to kill you the first time, Ninja. You gonna go back? Man, please. All right. I ain't going back to give nobody a second chance to delete my ass. I'm over here asleep, and she's like, got your ass. All right, anyway. What is this right here? Uh, listen to this quote, and then we'll do Super Chats, and we're going to get into the main event. Hit the like button. We need 1,000 likes. 1,000 likes. We're going to get belly deli around this motherfucker. Okay? Oh, by the way, one more point on go not going back. The reason why she might take you back uh, on Kevin Costner's point, the reason why she might take you back is because she's already been throttled out there in these streets. In these streets? She'll might come back to you. She might come back to you like Janet Jackson, come back to me, but not before she get penetrated, not before she get impaled, not before she slurp the scissor out there, not before she, <laughs> all right, yep, she'll come back. She's going to be tapped and papped out. 
the chat that she left you for pumped and dumped her, then she'll be crawling back like, hello. <laughs> she gets her insides pushed through her esophagus. And then the dude, hey, guys, dude, I had this happen to a friend. He was out. He had a girl. He had a girl. He married her. He produced several children with her. He was one of the youngest one of our friends to get married. We were like, damn. And we was like, if he can get married, we can get married. So we all got married on his dumbass marital decision. And then right when we all walked down the aisle, he got divorced. It's like, you mother sucker. I wrote about this in my book, 52 Things. Do not get married because your friends get married. Okay, they get married and you watching and you watching. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, it's working. Damn. I guess it's possible. Then you get married. They get divorced. Mm. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? So what happened was what happened was um, he he got married and he was he he pushed the kids in there. They had a bunch of kids. He was pushing and shoving. Anyway, the girl started letting dudes gas um, gas her head up and she got her little, you know, she got bored. And uh, of course, you know, she they both were athletes and she would play her rec athletic sport and dudes would be gassing her head up. Oh, you a mother of three. You a mother of four. Oh, no. Oh, baby, you fine. Oh, man. Oh, yo, your husband ain't doing this. Oh, if you was my girl, I'd be doing this and that. Right. And then she was like, mm, she wanted to test them waters. So she got a separation, got them cheeks clapped, got pumped and dumped. And guess who was crawling back? Guess who came back? She was like, oh, well, you know, on second thought, I think we can work it out. Got them guts ran. <laughs> and right about that time, it took that dude a little bit of few. It took him a couple of months to get his bearings. He was all rocked. He was surprised. And he was like, oh, guess what happened? He started dating young women. He started dating younger women. He was he was in Arizona by Arizona State, by the way. He started dating Arizona State woman right at the time where he finally was like, I guess she gone. I guess she gone. I might as well just, I might as well just. And then he went out there and he rediscovered himself. And he he figured out he had still have value. And he was like, wait a minute. These girls wanted me. Why didn't y'all say that before? I didn't know. I didn't know women wanted me because he was married. All of a sudden, he had Arizona State clapping nice, fine flat backs. Flat backs. He was at Scottsdale Junior College. He was over there at, um, I used to know all the junior colleges. I used to recruit those colleges. He was over there at Glendale Junior College. He was over there. He was everywhere. Arizona Western. And then guess what happened? Right when he was starting to get his bearings with this group of younger women, she wanted to come back. She wanted to come back. She want to come back. And I was like, don't take her back. I was like, don't take her. And I was like, nah. And he was like, yeah, but uh, our kids. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. She coming back leaking Chad. Going back out there and stay at, stay, stay at ASU. Stay over there. Stay over there in Phoenix. Stay over there. You're doing good in Tempe. You got all these junior colleges over there. You got Grand Canyon University. You good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you good. All right, Mesa, give me all the junior colleges. Uh, yeah, you got Mesa Junior College over there. You got a man, dude, it's prime time. My man, Chad with, Fair, uh, Chad with Fairbanks to tell you, Scottsdale, I actually I actually did a show where I rated the top states of women, and Arizona was number two. If you've never been to Arizona, if you've never been to Arizona, do not go in July and August, all right? But go to Arizona when school session is in and hang around the Tilted Kilt, hang around Tempe, Arizona, 
you you're gonna be like, God dang, <laughs> right? You're like, Lord have mercy, must stay focused. Must they focus? All right, getting back to this part of the show. Speaking of, let's get it back to seriousness. All right, here we go. Um, men, this is a great little meme here, Path of Men, from the glory of a man. He says, once you learn to control your lust, you'll realize that sex is the only thing most women can provide. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? <laughs> It is, man. I'm telling you, man, this is a secret. This is a secret. Now, not a lot of guys will understand this. Let me not play it again. Not a lot of guys will understand this. And this is why I'm like, it's not a numbers game. Once you're realizing that you can control this, you'll realize that that's most women. That's the only thing they can provide. Most of the time, that's the only reason where you got into a relationship with them. And our woman, Francine, was talking about this earlier. I saw in a comment. She was like, most men don't want to get married. They just want to have sex. They just want to get a nut off. In fact, uh, the women that don't understand this, it's ridiculous. Like, all men want to get with the woman. The only, the, the primary reason he talked to her was he wanted to bust nuts. Now, some dudes do fast pimping. Some dudes do slow pimping. Like, they'll wait for eight, six months, six weeks, eight days, wherever it is, until they get it. And sometimes they don't have control over their desires and lust. And specifically, young men don't because they're hopped up on testosterone. So they do dumb things. Now, once you get to a point where you can control that, you can compartmentalize it. You don't make mistakes like bad relationships, picking the wrong partner, marrying the wrong person, right? You don't make these mistakes, fornicating, baby mama drama, uh, baby mamas uh, in general, skeeting up the club, not protection, SDI. You don't get into these scenarios. And even to the point where you're like, all right, I would take a temporary person. I'll lease. I'll pay her to leave. I'll, that's controlling your lust. You can be like, okay, I only mess around with women on Fridays and Saturdays, never on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Sunday. That's controlling it. But when that guy can control it, he's powerful, and most men will never understand it. They'll never get it. He, you, you guys think you're supposed to be chasing women, and I've been telling you you're not, all right? I've been telling you you're not. They're supposed to chase you. They're supposed to chase you, and we figured this out when we do the 80-20 rule. If you think I'm lying and you support the 80-20 rule, how can you do that? Because the 80-20 rule is, rule is predicated on the women choosing the men. I'm going to say it again. If you say there's an 80-20 rule, what is the 80-20 rule predicated on? That the women choose the men that they want. How the hell is cold approaching? How the hell is running game? How the hell is, is, um, is uh, numbers game supporting the 80-20 rule? <laughs> Right. That means that the woman choose the value, the valuable men. They choose the men who won a genetic lottery. They choose the men who are that got the most money. So you don't do the chasing. There's, it's not necessary. What's necessary is you build what you need to build. And then you will find out that most of them, according to this list right here, you'll realize that sex is the only thing most women can provide. And that's not a negative against women. But in general, once you can control the lust, then you'll figure it out. As a matter of fact, you'll you'll almost eliminate 90% of the women off rip. So I said, it's evolution. It's evolution. Survival of the fittest. Women select the genes. They select the genes or the things that they desire. They the one that choose. And typically they choose off of who they, who's got the value, the genetics, the rare genetics, 
right? Like blonde hair and blue eyes or green eyes are rare. But it happens to be what a lot of people in America select for. Why? Why, why is that? Why is that? Because you're rare. But if you're like everybody else and you do what everybody else is doing, you're not as rare. And you're probably going to be the least selected. <laughs> it is what it is. Revolts law. Come on, man. Come on, man. Put this shit together. Put this shit together. And women are the ones who set the rules of engagement. Not the men. You can try to, and you can control the lust, but at the end of the day, they're the ones who select. They're the ones who are the gatekeepers to sex. Right? We say all these things, but they tell you to go out there and run numbers. Right? <laughs> nah. No, 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 no. We showed you a video of a woman who says, where do I go to select high value men? Sounds like she's chasing you. Like they put themselves in a position and then they open up the door. You ain't the one supposed to be chasing them, but it is what it is. Some men will never learn, <laughs> right? Some men will never learn. Somebody says, so being a thug and a criminal means having better genetics. Please clear up my confusion. You confusing straggles, right? Stop the amen. First of all, let me just clear this up because people talk about Chad's and Tyrone, not Chad's and Tyrone's, Pookie and Ray Ray's, okay? The first thing y'all got to do, and guys, I'm telling you, once you get your value up, the women that you looked at, you ain't never going to look at them again. These are goddamn straggles, <laughs> right? When you get up to a position, you ain't never going to look at a straggle. So stop with the Pookie and Ray Ray. These are low-level human beings, barely better than rats and roaches. Leave them goddamn straggles alone. I never deal with straggles unless I'm just like, mm. <laughs> right? Stop dealing with them straggles. So straggle, so chat, what did he say? Pookie and Ray Ray thugs and criminals? That's a straggle. Remember what I said. When you get to a point where you can look at this and go, you will eliminate 90% of women. 90% of women will be no good. I, bet, I tell you this story all the day. I tell you this story. When you're kind of broke and down, any woman will do. You'll be looking at overweight women. You'll be looking at uh, fat women. You'll be looking at grannies. You'll be looking at everything. Everything. Every time you walk outside, you'll be like, I'll take her. I'll do her. And I would have her. And I'll go with her. And I'll do that. That's how you walk outside when you ain't got nothing. I'll take a straggle, a hood chick, a bud booger. You'll be going down there, a slump buster. You'll take them all. All of them. When we get to relationships, all. You will stop. You know, everybody, every woman that walks by you, you will turn your head. You can't stop looking at booty. You'll take crystal methanies. You'll take buck tooth, knock knee, cock eye, all right, cross eye. You'll take pigeon toed, bow legged, no matter what. You go in the club and you'll walk in there and you'll take anyone. I'll take anybody. But let you go up. When you go up, then you look down and you look and you'll be in a group of people. And you'll be like, mm, no, oh, shit, mm, no, okay, only if I'm horny, mm, okay, no, dude, she like a thief and criminal, okay, she got STIs, mm, she got herpes on her lips, look at her, you'll be like, oh, you'll be like, granny, hell no, uh-uh, that, nope, you'll start knocking them off, you can get clarity, you walk right by them, <laughs> you walk right by them, I'm telling you, man, people don't get it, so stop thinking that low-level individuals in life who go with thugs and criminals, are going to be valuable. In fact, 
many of the attractive women or women and young women do shit like that. Even the even in the cartel, even in the cartel, they get a women that select on cartels and thugs and criminals. Let them have them. But I ain't going to mess with them. And those aren't the women that have the survival of the fittest mindset. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Yep. You'll take anything. Hairy legs. You'll take whatever you want. Varicose veins. Cellulite on the booty. You'll take anything. All right. But when you get to a point, you'll be like, all right, number one, you'll be like, I had it. It's overrated. I had it. It was a fetish. I had it. I, never again. And uh, also, the, the one thing that people do underestimate is that social pressure will force you to get your head right when it comes to women. So when I say this, people are going to get confused. So as you rise up the ladder, economically, strength-wise, power-wise, you rise up the ladder, you're going to be around people who have had the same mindset. Right? Before you got your life together and your body together and your health, you were around losers who would pat you on the back for getting a dusty woman. But when you rise up, you cannot bring no dusty woman around you. You can't do it. They ain't even going to let you. They ain't even going to let you come if you got a busted woman, a slump buster, a hood booger. They ain't going to let you even come. Matter of fact, you're going to be bragging, talking about all the ass you get, and then they're going to see all of these people, these so-called women that you brag about, coming in and out of your house. And they gonna be like, yo, you said you was getting women, but I've been looking and all I see is hood boogers. <laughs> How in the hell are you bragging about this? They will take no woman over a hood booger. As they write, these are, these are guys that are supposedly high value. They will take nobody before they be, before they seen in public with the type of women you brag about. They'll take nobody. They'll be like, uh-uh. And then don't think you bringing her to the club. Don't think you bringing her to the country club. Don't think you bringing them girls. They can be like, we can't bring him because he is going to bring our value down. <laughs> but she thick, though. She thick. Look at her. Mm -mm. She got sew in. Nope. She got glue in weave. She got a red weave. No. She can't come. You can't come around. <laughs> you can't come around my house with that shit. So anyway. That kind of what happens. That pressure will get put on you. So then you'll be like, oh, I better be seen with the, the best of the best. Anyway, let's get to the uh, let's get to the super chats and all the uh, all of the con contributions and the. Um, and the uh, main events coming up. Sorry, I lost track of my mind here. What are we doing here? All right, we going up. We going up. We going up. Shout out to, did I get uh, El Chino? I did. Shiny Pants, I got you. John Angelo says, good morning, CGA. It's my birthday today. It's my birthday, too. Been listening to you since 2019, since my baby mama terrorist kicked me out of the house, LOL. Went monk mode for a few years. Been leveling up ever since. All thanks to you. Free agent lifestyle is the winning formula. He says, keep saving men. Keep saving men. 100%. Mr. Albert says, remember, Steph Curry got pissed when they started building low-income housing near his land. You guys got to know, man. Yep, Steph Curry, they, they talking all that stuff. Then all of a sudden, NIMBY. I'm a NIMBY, not in my backyard. But y'all can do what y'all want with them people over there, but you ain't building shit all in my backyard. 
All right. Weeland says, God bless you, coach. Keep saving lives. Thank you, brother. John Williams says, you're the best, coach. You're the one show. I try to catch every day, whether live or on replay. Keep going strong, free agent, lifestyle for life. Thank you. Indeed. Somebody said Dave Chappelle, too. Hey, ninjas, we all separated. Do not throw everybody into. We need the segment. Yeah, Dave Chappelle even realized, hey, I'm black, but we ain't having them black people live by me. All right. Dave Chappelle, Steph Curry. All right. Cali West, Miami. He says, shout out. He says, stay out of Orange County. He says, Ninja Lebowski. (laughs) Stay out of Orange County. I restored my hard drive and found videos of a girl I dated all on someone else's Johnson on my computer. Damn. It's like that. And I've been telling you that. Shout out to Doxy Trash with the co-sponsorship. He says, been subscribed since I was 26 years old in 2019. I can't tell you how much your streams, information, and perspectives have made me so well off and overprepared for my 30s, overprepared ahead of the game. By the way, I know you mentioned going to country concerts. You hear what happened to Jimmy Allen shaking my head. I did. All right. Black country, black country uh, singer, if you will. His manager's talking about he was putting hands all up on her hips. In between her legs. So, man, no man is safe out there. I was going to cover it in today's show, but not a lot of people know these people. So, um, and shout out to Morgan Wallen, Ninja. <laughs> all right. All right. Toby Keith and all of them. I like country music. All right. But um, anyway, he's a black country singer. And yeah, his manager said he touched me. He licked me up and down until I said, until I uh, said stop. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible, man. You got to protect your neck out here, man. Sometimes the rational rationality says this, this Mastodon got us kicked out of the zoo for throwing poop. All right. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. His female manager. By the way, it's a female manager. All right. So pause. But yep. They was working together. I, I'm assuming he fired her, but it's crazy. But look up the story yourself. Shout out to Sucker for Love Ninja says, hey, coach, my baby mama has alienated me and played games with visitations all last year. Should I take her? Uh, should I take her worthless ass out for Mother's Day? <laughs> what? Mm. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I know you joking. I know you joking. All right. Hell, what? Oh, my Lord. Hell no. You. <laughs> there ain't no goddamn way. There ain't no way, bro, that I would take my baby mama out when she alien. Oh, my Lord. She ain't even getting a text message from me. Not even a card. Not even an acknowledgement. Bro, I played the game dirty. I played the game dirty out here. I'm petty. I'm petty. All right. I will let your ass out here freeze. Oh, hell no. All right. You send assassins to me. You you dead to me in my mind. Now, you can, your kids can love you, but... uh. You ain't getting the damn thing for me. All right. Uh, anyway. All right. We got our man, David, from Vegas. He says, OC has its own private freeways. Orange County does. All right. They got the 73 and the 55. Anything else? <laughs> they make sure you can't come in. You know what I mean? You getting, you trying to drive down to 405, try to get to it. What, what are these freeways? What's this one? Nope. Mm. You end up over there. You literally were supposed to go over there. Shout out to Randy K. Shout out to her. She says, good morning, Mr. Adams. Appreciate you, young lady. 
All right, appreciate you. The ladies are chiming in, supporting for the weekend. They must got their paycheck, y'all. All right, they out here balling, and we out here struggling out here. Come on, man. Don't let the ladies pass y'all up. Don't let the ladies pass y'all up. All right, where we at here? What do we got here? We got Glenn Beck. He says, looking forward to another local stream on Sunday, and we're going to tell you how to junior college be Liddy out here and to protect your neck. We got our man, Big Paul Castellano. He says, uh, Coach, I'm in a luxury apartment in Dallas now, and I'm sure as hell don't want the hottie in the elevator to see any straggles I used to tag and bag. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's literally, if you're in a luxury apartment, if you're in a suburb, if you're in a in a uh in a community that you don't want the reputation of bagging tagging and bagging straggles you literally like that's that's correct <laughs> you 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 really put the you putting the black eye on your own game all right we got uh we got our man miles garrett i got blindsided i'm going through this right now should i try to figure this out or try to fix it i'm worried about my kids she can't handle them but I feel like it's over. What should I do? Put a poll up, coach. Just kidding. He says, also, since my separation, I've been busy at the junior college and also gained some chicks. But, man, these kids got a soft spot in my heart. I was allowed to spend time with my daughter yesterday. That's bad. We have fun, but I feel like she's using them as pawns. I want to see my kids. Well, there's a lot to even unpack on that one, but uh, I know a lot of men go through this and nobody wants to tell them what to do. It's tough because you made those kids. She's actually stepping in between your kids and uh, you separate it. So you haven't gone through a legal, um, you haven't gone through any legal process to go over and establish custody. And she's, she's giving you permission to see your kids, which is a, which is a piece of shit move by a human being. All right, this is establishing control on her part. I would not negotiate with this terrorist. All right, first of all. And this if this prevents you from seeing your kids for a period of time, take this shit to court. All right, take this shit to court. I never, I never, ever asked my ex one time, can I see my kids? I refuse. I absolutely refuse. It ain't going to be that. I ain't never going through you. I ain't never going to say, can I see my kids? Can I pick them up? I ain't never going to say that. I either said I am doing this or I said I ain't going to do it. <laughs> All right. Never do that. Never ask this person. She has no authority over them to distribute and disseminate custody to you. Okay. Never do it. You're basically lowering yourself and giving her the power position. She don't get to tell you when you can see your kids. Now, there's a way you can do her respectfully, but if she's allowing you to see your kid, you already in the, you already in the, fucking, uh, what the hell? I've never said, hey, can I take my kids? No. All right. Even when we had a custody schedule and they said uh, the parents, this is the, the parents had the priority. I think they would do something like odd years. This parent has the priority. Even years, this parent has a priority. So, so for, for summer vacations. For summer vacations, if it, were, if it was an even year and I had the, if I had the uh, priority, I just tell her when I'm taking the kids on vacation. <laughs> All right, I'm taking the kids on vacation this week. I never be like, can I take the kids on vacation? Never, never, mm. never. Now that offends mothers and they want that power. He needs to ask me. I ain't asking you shit. Them my kids. <laughs> All right, I'm telling you, dude, you guys need to cut a hard line with these people. 
I ain't asking you for shit when it comes to these kids. Nothing. You will never give me permission to do shit with my kids. And the minute you say you can't see them, well, they all yours now. Good luck. Bankrupt yourself. <laughs> all right, bankrupt yourself. And if you try to take me to court, well, I'm going to cut that shit off at the legs. All right, you're going to pay. You're going to go bankrupt by the time you fix it. So I'm telling you, man, y'all need to um, y'all need to start taking a hard line with these people. Hard line. Because they think they're out of pocket. She's out of pocket and she's a terrorist and she's declared war against you. And that's how you should look at it. Don't say nothing to them. Don't tell them nothing. You say hi and bye. That's the end of your conversations with them until they get their head right. Until they come to you and they come to you in a spirit of humbleness. And you tell them, humble yourself in the sight of CGA. That's what you tell them. If they don't want to do that and they want to walk in the spirit of Jezebel and La Llorona, let them do it. That's their life. And if your kids get caught in the middle, they get caught in the middle. All right. It is what it is. But you ain't causing the problem. She is. I'm just telling you this right now. She's causing the problem. You are not. And I'm telling you this as a person that these divorce, these family law uh, attorneys ain't going to tell you this. Why? Why aren't family law attorneys going to fight for you on this behalf? Because they are part of the game. They are part of the game. They benefit from you. They get paid from you. They get Title 4D money stashed and established in the bank accounts for them to be future judges. They ain't going to tell you this shit. All right. And neither of these punk ass women out here doing this to these children, ruining these children relationship with their fathers. This is called abuse, parental alienation. Listen, do not ask her for a damn thing. And if she don't want to bring the kids, just keep documenting every time she doesn't want to bring the kids. All right. She didn't bring the kids this week. She didn't bring the kids this week. This is what the court established. She didn't bring them. Just keep that shit written down. I'm telling y'all how to operate out here. This, this, this is a, this, this is us. You are allowing an emotional person to control and have the leverage. Never, never. And you, baby, mama's out here. You better listen. All right, because this is what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling the men. That's what I'm telling the men. You ain't never gonna get me asking you for a damn thing. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and uh, as one person used to say, Christopher Smith, choose a father or child support. Um, uh, father or child support, choose one. Which one do you want? You want a father or you want child support? You ain't getting both. You're not getting both. You're going to choose one or the other. All right. And that's how you have to hold the hard line. Okay. If that's what you want, you want the check. That's what you're going to get. But don't think you're going to double dip. Anyway, shout out to Christopher Smith. You ain't getting both. All right. And so, guys, you guys got to start cuffing your nuts when it comes to these people because they ain't got nothing. What are they going to do? What the hell are they going to do out here but ruin your damn kids? Hey, you can make another one just like the other one, like Angry Man said. You can make a million kids out here before she can ever have one, and that's the advantage you have over her. You can make more kids. You have the opportunity to make more kids that look just like that one. Look at 50 Cent. Look at 50 Cent as a father. He made a kid that looked just like the ruined kid, the kid that got ruined by his baby mother. He, he made another one, and he's able to put in, in, and put as much love into that kid as the kid should have received from him, the other kid, the older kid. But guess what? He was like, I'll just go make another one. <laughs> come on come on man these people gotta be they, they gotta be called out on their violation they're violating rules of nature and just cause they don't just cause you just because they hate you more than they love the kids you cannot reward them 
and rewarding them as giving them attention and giving them the power position. Call they shit out. And if they want to hold the kids and ruin them, let them. Let them. Like, go ahead and ruin your damn kids then. And the fact that you're interested in having your kids, she's using that against you, which is odd because they want fathers and kids' lives. And so why are you using that against me? Because I love my kids. Just say back the hell off. Well, damn them kids. F it. And I guess what? She going to play the victim then. He don't want to be a part of our kid's life. Yeah, because I got to go through you. That's why. Yeah, yo. Anyway. Take her ass to court. Never negotiate with terrorists. Out to, uh, let me see if I can get one more in here. <laughs> I'm giving y'all game, man. I'm giving y'all game, man. Yeah, you got to be willing to walk away. Um, in any negotiation, you got to be willing to walk away. First one who talks first loses. This is a business. All right. I'm, I'm willing to walk away. Okay. I'm going to play games. <laughs> all right. Here we go. If you ain't willing to walk away, you ain't willing to have leverage in any deal. You're going to take a bad deal. Anyway. <laughs> Y'all don't want to hear this shit, boy. New, 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 new world order. It is what it is. If you saw it this way, this is how men used to treat the system before you punk ass men came into the uh, world here. You weak ass men. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. You know what I mean? You guys are just. New, 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 new world order. All right, shout out, shout out to the weak men out here that refuse to cuff their nuts. Oh, they they throttle in the stream. You know it. You know it. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Where are we at here? We need to walk in the spirit of Elijah. Yeah, we do. We need to cuff balls, your own balls, by the way. Shout out to J Flow, last one. The border is looking like an episode of The Walking Dead. XXs have to compete with a new pool of talent, and it's going to get rough out here. Shout out to all these nice people coming across the border. We got all kinds. We got the we got the we got the Central Americans. Shout out to the women from Honduras. There are some hotties from Honduras. All right, I want to come to them. Come around. I had a Honduran woman. Woo! <laughs> all right. I had a woman from Honduras. Wowzers, man. Come on over, man. There's going to be a new pool of women in the next 20 years that are going to rival the modern mind, modern women of America. Modern women ain't got no chance. They coming from everywhere. And they fertile, too. You know they're going to get knocked up. They fertile, too. They'll have five babies on you before you even penetrate the woman. You're know, like, I didn't even get the skins. You got five babies. Named after you, they look like you, they got curly hair, they looking like Sammy Sosa and shit. All right, and you sitting around talk, and they talking pure Spanish, and you sitting up there like, wait a minute. <laughs> mm. They coming from Cuba, they coming from chi China, they coming from the Ukraine, they coming from the carry beans, they coming from everywhere. They gonna be having them, boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, man, yo, I it's crazy. It's crazy. Watch out, man. I'm telling you, they coming from everywhere. It's a Haiti. They coming from everywhere, man. You're going to be going crazy out here, brothers. Hey, man, don't rush. Only fools rush in. Let's get to the relationship will, the relationship talk. Um, Relationships. Let me give you the good first, because I know you guys are like, oh, it hurt. Um, first of all, I'm not anti-relationship and I'm not anti-marriage. I'm just a realist. I'm a pragmatic. I am a logical person. I am 
somewhat it has to make sense to me before me before I go all in. And if it goes out of sense, then I'm out. So the good about the relationships and why people get into relationships, number one, they feel good. I talked to this about this earlier. Relationships feel good. You're going to go through the um, the limerence stage. You're going to go through the honeymoon stage, the connection phase. You know, the you're going to be hopped up on hormones and everything's going to feel good. You know, every touch is going to feel good. Every kiss is going to feel good. Every time you touch a leg, every time you touch a booty, every time she touches you, she's going to smell good. Hair is this. You're going to feel fresh, right? There's going to be anticipation to see each other. Right. Absence make the heart grow fonder. There's distance. Right. You can only see there a few days a week. And uh, every day you see the person, they're prepared and looked at their best. So that's natural. And we're going to talk about how long that lasts. Also, right, relationships are good to ground you as a person. Right. It it allows you to not waste time like you're not searching for your soulmate anymore. You're not searching for a possible person to have sex with. You're not going to the club. You're focusing now. You're not answering text messages from multiple men and women, right? You can just focus on what you're doing. So it grounds you and it gets you a little bit more focused. That's what it can do if it's done right. Also, it validates you. Uh, for women specifically, it validates them because it allows them to show that they can keep a man. That's what they're judged on, not getting men, keeping men. And as you as well, let's just say you got a woman that's outside of your league, according to what normies say, or you got a beautiful woman or they thought you couldn't get a woman, then you got one, all right? So these things validate you. And if if she's able to get a higher status male or you're able to get a highly attractive woman, it validates you. Uh, relationships in our society validates you. And it ensures you have safe sex partner and a safe sexual experience. And you can grow in your sexual experience. And it should be safe. You can go raw dog, right? You can have protection. You know, you're not guessing. You're not hoping that you don't catch nothing. Supposedly, if people are minding their monogamy, this is what a relationship could do. It ensures a safe and hopefully a consistent sex partner. Now, let's go to what the realities are. <laughs> let's go to what the realities are. Well, first of all, the realities of all of that, the trade-offs of that is it's expensive. It's expensive, and the expenses do not minimize. They maximize. The longer you stay, the more expensive it is, okay? Number two, the time Invest it. It's time consuming. It's very time consuming. And people underestimate the value they're trading for this. They're like, I'm getting her for free. And it's far for free. It's actually the most expensive way that you can keep a woman. All right. Because you're writing a blank check towards it. Not only that, the time invested, it oftentimes kills your ability to be. Um, it kills your ingenuity. It kills your focus. Right. Sometimes you're not focused on your job because you're like, I wonder what she's doing. Uh, what are we doing after work? You're planning on that shit. It's time consuming and it ruins opportunity. There's opportunity costs related to it, right? Things that you would normally do, hobbies, relaxing, like do, going on trips, hanging out with your buddies, keeping masculine people in your life. That all goes away. Then your opportunity cost starts to add up. It eats at you, right? It's some, somewhat soul crushing if you don't manage it well. Then you have resentment in your relationship, which a lot of people do. I'm going to go give you the stats now. The other thing about relationships is you invested all of those things and it ends and it ends fast. 99% of all relationships break up. They end, doom, boom. And it ends and it usually ends and sometimes it ends bad, all right? Badly and bigly. And there's fireworks and thunder and lightning and all kinds of shit, punches like Batman and shit, right? It's all kind of stuff. And then sometimes it can harbor ill will towards each other when you previously 
loved each other, right? So that's the good and the bad about relationships, right? Now, here's the key point. Many, know, many people know how to start a relationship, but they don't know how to keep one. Many people don't have any relationship skills, any. But they have relationship, they have skills to get in relationships. And this is why people suck at relationships. Go ahead and look at your relationship experience, meaning everybody you dated, everybody you had sex with, one night stands with, partied with, dated, went on date with, kissed, had crushes on, married, engaged, impregnated, baby mama, baby daddy. Look at everybody you've been with in your entire life. 99% of them are gone. 99% of them, you did not keep any of them. Okay, male or female, turn it over, make, write it down. So in your own statistical box, you're 99% fail. Okay, 99% fail. And you failed in record time with many people. Owens, as we call it. All right, so it doesn't mean relationships are bad. It's just that they're going to end. <laughs> yes, your girl too. And also, many people don't have relationship skills. They just have the ability to get into relationships. All right, now here's the next thing. Except that it's most likely going to end. This is just something that you have to accept, not anticipate, but you know it's coming to an end. It's just a matter of when, not a matter of if. It's coming to an end, all right? And so have an exit plan on the way out. Don't get your feelings too entangled into this person, especially when you're younger. If you're younger than 25, man, kiss that shit goodbye. Uh, by the time you're 45, you won't even remember her first and last name. You won't even remember having sex with this woman. I mean, trust me, I know you got a little girlfriend right now. You got you a little girlfriend and you thinking this the best girl in your life. Ninja, she giving you the worst sex, the worst blowjobs, the worst outcomes. She ain't doing shit compared to the women you're going to meet. I'm just telling you what it is. You're going to meet women way better than that later on in life. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> it, it, it's a no brainer. There's women that I've been with, with for a long time that I met a woman for a short time. She did way more for a short time than the women did for a long time. But it is what it is. So have an exit plan. What do you do? How, how, how are you going to not be wrecked by this emotionally, spiritually, financially, and so forth? How, how are you, you going to survive this if this woman's or this man is not in your life? Because odds are statistically they're not going to be. Next, do not get financially entangled into relationships too early. This is how people uh, delete their relationships. Right. Or they make it difficult to exit like you. You got your little girlfriend. Y'all been fornicating like jackrabbits in your mother's basement for two months. Now you want some privacy. Y'all ninjas go get a one year lease and then you break up two months after you sign the lease. OK, mm. now guess what you got to do now? You got to stay together or you got to eat her half of the rent. But you was getting with her so you can have privacy sexually, but you couldn't really afford to be there living by yourself. So now you got 10 much 10 months that you got to survive and paying off that lease. That's a financial entanglement that you can ill afford. Uh, you got credit going back and forth. You got buying furniture. You got to start playing house and you're ill-equipped and you don't have relationship skills. And most of the men's reason to get into that relationship was so he can have a good, consistent piece of peace leave. I know people don't want to hear that shit, but he wanted a piece of ass and he was getting it. And he was like, I want to put this ass in this apartment and keep her to myself, <laughs> right? Because otherwise, if he doesn't, if they're living in different households, when she goes out to the club and, you know what I mean, she can go come and go as she pleases and you don't know where she at giving that booty to somebody else. Mm. 
So you wanted to go ahead and lock it down so you can now keep tabs on her and keep it for herself because this is when you're young, this is a consistent piece of booty. <laughs> and it's going to screw you over if you entangle finances in this. Just a matter of time. And I'll give you the statistics, right? Yep, she goes to girls' nights out, but you live in separate homes. And she comes in at three, and you're like, whoa, you know? You don't know when she came in. You don't know if she came in drunk or you didn't know if she came in with Chad. So this is a decision that you make to rush in and only fools rush in. Avoid making lifelong decisions in these early stages of relationships. For instance, a lifelong decision is a child. You have a child. You, you, you do, you do this. You're in a two month relationship. It feels good. You move in and you have unprotected sex. She gets pregnant in month two. (laughs) Now that consistent sex is gone because she's pregnant many times. That kind of defeats the purpose. Then she starts nesting. You guys start buying furniture and shit. And then you're arguing. Then after the baby comes, before the lease ends, you guys break up. I mean, (laughs) yep. And all of a sudden you was raw dogging this shit. And she's this chick. And she said, don't worry. Bust up inside me. I'm on birth control. And now you have Dylan. Where's Dylan at? Dylan wants that. Put a few words in. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Okay, shout out to Dylan. Now let me give you these things right here. Reasons why relationships break up. Before we do the reasons. Before we do the reasons. Let me give you the statistics. All right, just so I can give you the... This is what I do here. Again, let me see if I can cite this over here. Eh, I'm going to see if I got to type this in. Um, let me give you the statistics real quick. You guys, many of you guys will be surprised, but you shouldn't be surprised if you're older than 28 because your own resume reflects this. Uh, let's go up to long-term relationships. This is according to this, and I'm going to give you several pieces of data. Uh, key statistics on how long relationships last. The average length, the average relationship length is two years and nine months. Two years and nine months. Now, that's the average. Remember, they're also taking into consideration that people are together for five, 10, 15 years. All right. And so in the low end, they're together for two months. So this is the average. This is not the median. This is not the mode. Uh, But um, the average is two years, nine months. If you're under 25, this might seem like a long time. If you're over 25, this is a short time in your life. This is short. All right. And so a long-term relationship is two plus years long. So anything under two years is not a long relationship. This is according to them. And then 70% of relationships fail in year one. Year one. One year, bro. One year. So you guys linked up. (laughs) You guys committed. And 70% kaputski in the first year. Now, we can talk about cohabitation stats and all of that shit. But 70% of y'all, no love. Our love is like no other love, coach. Not my girl. 70% off the rip. Now, go back and look at my statistic. My statistic says 99% of them are going to end anyway. But most of them don't even make a year. Mm. Not even most, primarily damn near all. And that's just the reality. That's why I say don't tangle your finances. Don't make lifelong decisions. Learn the person. Don't rush. Don't impregnate her. Don't don't think she's the best one ever. You only known each other for six months. Don't rush. 
chill out, especially if you're long, you're young. It's mostly just lust. And this is the person on their best behavior. This is way before the bait and switch. All right, so calm the hell down. Now, only 2% marry their first love, right? And so that just giving you an indication, you're high school sweetie. So um, you're in high school and you've been with your girlfriend since uh, you guys were 16. Now you're 18 and you're going to go all the way. Well, probably not. All right, but you can be the exception to the rule here. These days are over. Like, same thing. Your first three women you penetrate, you ain't going to be seeing that person the rest of your life. All right? It is what it is. The first person you fell in love with ain't going to be around, bro. And it is what it is. Uh, 79% of people that end their relationships were actively using social media. 79% of people that ended their relationships were actively using social media. So when people say you're insecure, if you want me to delete my Twitter, it's almost a, it's almost a guarantee that if you, if let's just say, if your girlfriend's on social media, it's going to end. <laughs> All right, let's play the bell. Now, this is not an insecurity. This is a guy just mate guarding. This is a natural mate guard. He knows she's advertising. He knows that she's seeing things that is possibly going to put his relationship in jeopardy and vice versa. He's exposing himself to Instagram thoughts and straggles and skeezers, right? And then he's measuring his girlfriend on skeezers and straggles. That's going to end the relationship, torpedo it. Now, I'm not telling you to delete your social media. I'm just telling you. The statistics tell you it's an 80% chance that y'all going to flop if that's happening. It is what it is. Don't be mad at me. These are just the these are the, the outcomes. 36% of people met their significant other on online dating. So there goes game. But 40% of people have had long distance relationships. We're not going to go into that. 6% of people in long distance relationships have never met the person. Jesus. That's not a relationship. Couple say I love you at the five month mark. 59% of people that live together, I'm sorry, 59% of people live together before marriage, but the average length of marriage is eight years. Guys, that ain't even forever. And a matter of fact, eight years is considered a short-term marriage. Eight years can never be measured as success or fail because it doesn't even register on as a long-term marriage. Like I was married less than 10 years. I don't even have a success or fail. It was just kind of like we tried it in, it didn't go right because in California, eight years doesn't even give you full-time lifetime alimony. It has to cross the 10-year barrier to be considered long-term. It's 10 years or fail. <laughs> 10 years or it didn't, basically 10 years or it didn't happen. Okay, you know what I mean? And they have things called the seven-year itch, right? They have the seven-year itch. They have that thing. That's been a, uh, a part of the American lexicon for a long time, which means people get to the seven-year mark and they're like, oh, is it the jump-out point? Do I really like him? Oh, they go a nice piece of ass in Calico. Oh, the cheating, the affairs, and the, lim the limerence. It starts to break down. This is when people think. Now, I say it's now like the three- or four-year itch. It's like the three- or four-year itch now, right? It's It doesn't even get that far because mainly because social media and access to metropolises. It doesn't even get that far now, all right? And so you are seeing this based on the numbers. 31% of Americans are single. That's going to grow. 21% of people have never had a relationship. That seems about right, right at the 20 to 30%. Um, 
the average man that marries is 29. The average woman is 28. And they say men cheat 54% more than women do. No, men get caught 54% more than women do. But you see the data there. You see the data. I'm not giving you anything that is not out here available for you to find on your own. And so I'm not giving you the hope strategy. I'm giving you what is real. And let's take you to these two things. And then we'll talk about the reasons why y'all no relationship skill having people fail in relationships, right? Why 99% of them fail? That's the topic of the show. Science says that this is how many dates you have to go on before you find the one. Now, we're going to talk about this part because I found this part in this interesting. Where is it at? Where's the part right here? Okay. All right. Um, Wait a minute. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Is this it? No. There was something I wanted to read here, but I can't find it now. But uh, that means I'm going to go on to the next one. Remove. And I'm going to share another one. I don't know why I had that. I don't know why I had that. There was something I was going to share, but now it's out of context. But here it is right here. This says, most couples stop being in love after this long. Experts say, the experts. And this is written by a woman. Remember, I'm not just taking red pill stuff here. I always take shit. I'm like, there's a woman who allegedly wrote this. What do the experts say? And they're talking about how long is being in love. Let's scroll down. The early bonding stage. It says right here, according to Frontiers in Psychology in 2021, they found that after six months, couples tend to grow out of the initial bonding stage and evolve into something else. Something else. Six months. That's all it took. And they said right here, testosterone and estrogen drive lust. Dopamine, norepinephrine, norepinephrine, and serotonin create attraction. And oxytocin and vaspressin mediate attachment again hormonal lust the lust attraction and attachment those are the three stages and they gave you all of the hormones that are responsible for nature creating itself and then they said after six months the initial pet bonding stage evolves into something else and they said this early stage of romantic love characterized by stress may be distinct from the latter period characterized by feeling safety and calm. So now they say just because they got the six month mark doesn't mean it's over because these people say once you get past the six months, this is on mainstream profiles right here. They say you go through the four stages and I've shared this before. How long does passion last? Okay, let's see what they say. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. Expect passion to last two to three years at most. This is according to Dr. Fred Knorr, a neurologist in Mission Viejo. Shout out to Orange County. In his book, True Love, How to Understand Science. How to use science to understand love. Again, being pragmatic, being logical, being direct. Okay, so that old touchy-feely, grabby, grabby, uh, can't wait to see you anticipation shit, that comes and goes. Okay, for some people, it comes, it goes faster. Like when men come, they want to go. They come to their senses. They have already ended it after the orgasm. Sometimes it didn't take but one piece of peace leave. And he said, that's it. Or two rounds or one week. So this is how people fall in and out of relationships. And the woman will say, well, he misled me. Nope. He came to his senses and he realized he just wanted Punani. 
this is nothing. It doesn't mean the man is bad. He just came to his senses. Women can experience this too. All right. And so let's get back to this. Let's get back to this right here. I wonder what I wanted to share on this page right here. I wonder what, what I wanted to share on this page. All right. Okay, they're talking about sexual partners. I don't even know what I was going to share. But anyway, let's give you the reasons why relationships break up. Why do you guys go through this thing? You go through the highs, you go through the rush, you go through the ah, and then you go, then you experience 70% of relationships first year, done. 99% over a lifetime, done. Uh, 60%, 70% of marriages, done. Why do we keep doing this? All right, first of all, the one of the reasons why is we've been sold this idea that there's a soulmate, the one, and all of these things. And we constantly spend a lot of time going after it. And it's been something that has been marketed to us. In fact, if you go against this marketing, you're looked at as weird. For instance, if you don't say every kiss begins with K, okay? Uh, diamonds are a girl's best friend, all right? Love is forever. Let's make it last forever. Songs, movies, marketing departments, all right? All of these things. Common culture, social, mores, all right, traditions. These are all things that are sold to you right from the beginning. Now, we have to understand that most societies have been overwhelmingly polygamist. Not only that, it's been even more debaucherous than this if you study the Greeks and the Romans and all the shit that they've done. All right, divorce has always been a part of cultures, and sometimes the divorce ended up with somebody dying. I mean, it's been an ugly path to get to this point. However, we are highly consumers and so thus we are influenced by others to do a certain thing which is called monogamy and we monogamy is some of the new thing right romance is a myth but it's a new concept even in the eastern culture they didn't love the they didn't marry the one they loved they end up loving the one they married and that has actually been something in tra traditional arranged marriages they weren't together because of love they were together because of a reason and then they got together either to procreate uh to merge families to do something, and then they love, they end up falling in love with the person, if you will, out of obligation, out of uh, economics, out of a need. There was something that they got together and got, right? So these fairy tales have got us to believe that that's what we we're supposed to pursue. And we often find out we wasted a lot of time, energy, and attention and resources and money towards this. Now, if you, if you decide, I'm not going to do this anymore. They're going to call you bitter and hurt because they want to uh, they want to be in the fantasy bubble. If you say, I don't want to do this shit no more. This is not producing anything. Ninety nine percent failure rate, 70 percent in one year. Why waste my time? Why use my emotions and throw it down the gutter? Guess what? You the bad guy. And you literally the one going, well, shit, what, what am I doing? All right. I'm not bothering you. You do what you want to do. I'm not bothering you. But they want to push you back into the damn. You get back in there. Find another one. You picked the wrong one. You're like, mm. <laughs> so let me tell you why reasons. Another reason why uh, people break up competition, anxiety wanes in the woman. All right. And so this is something naturally that women have understood about themselves. They don't know how to explain it, but a woman will, women will typically say this. Well, why doesn't any other woman want my husband? Why doesn't any other woman want my man? Why, why am I with him? If nobody else sees what I see in him. Sometimes that can play with a woman's head. That can play with a woman's head. Like in a marriage, the, the husband goes to work, comes home. He does his chores. He boring as hell. He has his hobby. He play with action figures and shit. And then he goes there. He plays a couple of video games. He watches football. He never out with hoes. He never run in the street. 
she will lose interest in that guy. She won't think, good Lord, I got somebody. I got a kept man. If she never sees women turn their head to look at him, if she never hears, damn, your husband is handsome, if she never sees the husband like, I'm going to the mall, he never sees a woman flirt with the husband, she never sees that, she's going to lose interest. Mm. This is This shit is common. If her friends don't say, damn, you caught a good one, Stick around with that guy. Mm, if her friends be like, mm, I don't know about this one, y'all lost. You lost her. If you get rid of all your hoes, <laughs> she gone. She gone. That it's the that start the end of your relationship when you finally say, you know what? You the only one. I got rid of all my hoes. Guess what's about to happen to your relationship? It's gonna be cool for about a month and a half or two. But then she's going to be like, and she's going to actually violate a social contract, which she she wanted you to be monogamous. She wanted to be all yours. Your dumbass gave up the uh, the commitment early. And then she doesn't live up to the responsibilities of a monogamous relationship, meaning then she uses sex as a weapon. Which is not fair. Because you are the only one I'm supposed to get sex from. I committed to you. But then if she uses sex as a weapon, she's violating the social contract. I'm like, no, never mind. You can't be the only one I get sex from. And then you decide, ah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> All right. But this happens. So that can ruin a relationship. That ruins relationships when she uses sex as a weapon. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, relationships are boring, mundane, and routine. It is what it is. It gets predictable. You do the same thing. You have the same conversations. Um, you make the same plans. You do the same thing together. Everything you do, you go to Ikea together, the grocery store together, farmer's market, fair, festival. All right. Um, you report home to duty for each other. You have the same eight meals rotated throughout the same two weeks. You get at the same restaurants. You Everybody becomes predictable. And this is what a relationship should be, very predictable. It should not be schizophrenic. It should not be chaotic. Any relationships that are chaotic, you notice that there's abuse attached to them. Gaslighting, manipulation. So boring relationships should be the frame of the relationship. It shouldn't be all excited. I can't wait to do what we're doing tomorrow. The sex becomes predictable. The intimacy becomes predictable. And if you ride that shit out for years and years, somebody going to get bored. <laughs> You'll be like, oh boy. Somebody said, mom spaghetti again. Oh, laying on your back again. If your woman ever tells you to hurry up and finish sex, you're going to know you, you're stuck. Right? She gave you duty or pity sex, which women do give to men. And you hop on board and you mount her and you get to stroking her and you get to thinking about somebody else so you can arrive at pleasure in a climax. And she's telling you to hurry up. That's going to happen in a relationship. It's going to happen. She's gonna get she's gonna be like, okay, I'm done, finish up. And you're gonna be like, I don't want to have fun. I want to stretch this shit out. Right? It happens. Right? He says, give her the owl. Um, let's go to the next one. Oh, rush commitment. That's gonna be why relationships end. Typically, people make their commitment during the lustful phase. And uh, because it seems good, everything's great, and you make the commitment, but as their lust wears off, you see who the person really is, both sides, men and women. So uh, men, women tend to rush the commitment, want the commitment rushed from the guy. If she's the one looking for the relationship, I call it pining. She's pining for the relationship. 
she's going to rush you to the commitment. Why don't we commit? Why don't you get rid of all your hoes? Why don't we move in together? Why don't we have kids? Why don't we do this? Now, women will say men do this as well, and it doesn't matter. Somebody rushing the commitment. All right. You might have a girl that is the girl of your dreams. And then you're like, let's I'll, I'll take you off the marketplace. That is basically giving up the ghost. Good luck. You're going to lose her. You gave up all the leverage. Right. You nutted. And then you were like, let's be together forever. <laughs> right. Just because you had a good nut. So you rush the commitment, but rush commitments ultimately end in doom. And I don't want to hear people say, no, it didn't happen to me. I just gave you the data. I just gave you the statistics. Stop with the bullshit. Next one. Someone settled. All right. The reason why relationships end because somebody settled. Somebody settled. Somebody was like, eh. All right. I'll be willing to put up with this because this guy has this. I'll be willing to put up with this because this girl is very attractive or the sex is good or she gives good dome or I'll be willing to do this because I'm ready to settle down and have children and be married. Now, one person settled. The other person did not. The other person is putting all their, you know, all everything all into it. But you just uh, you just arrived because you've been you a single mother and your kid, your nappy headed boy is 10 years old and you just need some balance. You need stability. This shit going to end horribly. It's going to end horribly and fast because then there's this is this is where resentment builds in. And resentment comes in like a hammer, like Thor's hammer. So you're not in it for the right reason. You're in it for convenience. You're in it for economics. But you got to perform your duties, and you're not willing to perform it because you're not in it. The other person's fully invested. You're not. And then now you got to do all of this shit, and you're like, oh, I don't feel like, oh, I don't know. I don't and then guess what? Boom. The end. Some dudes stick it out. The woman settled. She's resentful. Ninja still trying to fix the situation. Once resentment hits and competition hits, it's over. It's over. Just go ahead and walk. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Let's go to the next one. Competition. Competition does in relationships. All right. So uh, the competition could be uh, centered out of jealousy of a person's career. A man could be jealous of a woman's career, potentially, or not interested that she's available to many other men or her boss that can uh, inspire competition. The woman could say, you doing bad out here. You working at Popeye's and I got an executive job that can be competition. Competition to attractive people can have competition. So two attractive people get together. I often think that that's an imbalanced relationship. Genetically, you might think that could work. I think it's imbalanced because both of those people think they're the 1%. Both of those people think they're the shit. And then ultimately, you guys don't really get closeness because both of y'all are like, I got, I still got holes out here. She's saying the same thing. I still got dudes that'll be doing, he'll do this and that for me. And it doesn't necessarily bring you close together. Everybody's always telling the other, I can get better than you. So that, watch out for that. Watch out for that. There's always going to be this competition of, if you don't do what y'all need you to do, I can be out here too. And he like, I can be out here too. And they are not together. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's the ego makes the relationship go kaput. So if two people are like the top, you like, damn, Barbie and Ken, y'all should work. It don't work. It don't work. It's a battle of egos. Yep. It's a battle of egos. And that, that, that battle is never going to end or subside. 
So somebody throws in the towel. All right, the next one, and I got a couple more. Jealousy. Jealousy is a big one. Never think, man, people get jealous of you in relationships. Like, and jealousy in general. Jealousy is a natural thing, but if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to wane it in and ring it on in, a jealousy is bad. Men torpedo their relationships on jealousy real fast. Okay. It's not a good sign for men. It's actually dangerous to the woman. Very dangerous. Now, if she has jealousy, it's somewhat expected because she's an elementary, middle school child thinking person anyway. But jealousy is not attractive. You're going to dry up a woman's vagina real fast if you exhibit any qualities of jealousy. She might think it's cute initially, but eventually she's going to, this ain't going to be good. It's not going to be good. She might think, oh, he really likes me. But down the line, this shit going to be like full out abuse. And it's going to appear, um, it's going to appear and she's going to run. She's going to run on you. And she might feel even, um, even uh, vulnerable, right? Vulnerable that you might pop up anywhere. So stop telling people, stop following on Instagram. Stop asking who she going to see. The biggest thing you can do is tell them, I don't give a shit what you do. <laughs> right that's a big one and a lot of women can appreciate that but you can also say that also applies to me too never follow what i do all right and so you'll be fine we could stay together and we could stay together for way longer than if i cared and you cared we'll we'll break up fast that if i care too much and you care too much or vice versa the the best thing you can do is say shit don't keep tabs on them do what you want to do bitch i don't own you <laughs> right and then she'd be like, oh, really? Yeah. As long as that applies to you, too. You don't own me. So I'm going to be out here. <laughs> and she's going to be like, mm, wait a minute. So I won't return your text messages on pronto. I, I won't I won't tell you where I'm going. And I won't I won't do the same to you. She's going to be like, mm. but I'll tell you what, she'll be on you. <laughs> she'd be like, I kind of like this. Modern women love that shit. Modern women love that shit. Because that's what they want to do anyway. I'll let these wild horses run free. Let them run free. But when you when you keep in track on them as a man, it's a bad look. You're going to lose her. And young men, listen to me. You think you're getting a girl and you're like, yeah, but, 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 but. You driving, you driving up the vagina and you're going to push her into somebody else's arm. Do not do that shit. Next one, playing house. Most of us are just playing house when we get into relationships. So if you're younger than 25 and you get you a little love and you want to move in with your girl, you're just playing house. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You ain't got no blueprint, no nothing. You're just going off of movies, uh, Donnell Jones music. Uh, you're, going off, <laughs> you're going off of Tyler Perry movies. Your own family ain't got relationships like the one you're trying to put forward. Mm. You ain't using no blueprint, no nothing. You ain't got no couples counseling. You ain't seen, you ain't on one accord. Y'all unequally yoked. Every goddamn possibility to break up is there. And y'all then just going to go play house. And then it's going to implode. <laughs> Implosion. It's coming. That's why 70% of relationships end after the first year. All right, next one. Oh, jaded, too old. If you're jaded, forget it. Stop trying to get into relationships. If you're already jaded, and you've experienced 99% breakup rate, stop. Just stop and go find something else to do. And don't let other people that aren't jaded go in there and push your ass into another relationship. If you ain't ready, you ain't ready. 
All right. Stay out of people. Stop ruining people out here. Stop ruining people, man. That's how relationships implode. You come in already jaded. And this goes for older women. You too old for this shit to be acting like child children and thinking like children. So they come in and they're 35 plus. They didn't been ruined and throttled on the marketplace. And then they want a romance. Man, if you don't shut your ass, it, sit down, man, sit down. Are you 12? What are you doing? It's, you too old for this shit. <laughs> this is what you can be like. You way too old to be thinking like this. Next time a woman says that, are you looking to get married? Just say you way too old to be thinking like this. They ask you on the first and second date. Well, I'm I'm not, I'm trying to get married. I, I'm not going to waste time unless this is going to lead to marriage. Just tell her, you're too old to think like this. I mean, I mean, are you a child? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't want to waste time out here. You done wasted 15 years of your life, and you're sitting in front of me talking about you don't want to waste time. You've already lost 15 years. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Here you are sitting in front of me talking about you don't want to waste time. And I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know, man, you guys got to be upfront with these people. It's like, look, what you should be doing is enjoying people's time, getting to know people and learn people. If you don't want to put into that time and you don't want to, you don't want to invest into a, what a relationship is. Don't be out here pressuring people into relationships and early commitments. And then ultimately it implodes like your previous 99 relationships or 99% relate. You've already here lost every relationship you've been in. So what you're too old to think like this. Just let them know. All right. Last couple. Oh, this is a big one. This is how you're going to, this is how you know, this is how I know a relationship is going to end. Are you ready for the secret? Are you ready? I know I can tell the relationship is going to end all the rip if I see this. You spend too much time together too fast. I'm like, that one going to implode, and it's going to be bad. I'm talking about dynamite, fireworks explosions all right this one gonna be bad thunder and lightning torpedoes this one going down in flames this one going down like the hindenburg i'm like this one's gonna be ugly so what happens is you get somebody you guys jump in fools rush in you guys jump in and then i see you every day every week and i'm like you just met this person you just met this person you can't wait you can't focus on work she done called off of work. She didn't quit her job. <laughs> Y'all moved in. I'm like, this one is going to be Sound the bell. I'm like, this is over. This one is over before it started. This one right here. <laughs> this is gone. I'm like, this was like, I'm like, just mark my words. And it's going to go down ugly. You know why it's going to, you know what's going to go down ugly? Because you're going to break up when you're still lusting and attaching each other recipe for disaster you want to kind of break up when all the lust is gone and the thrill is gone because you don't have the attachment and you don't have the trickery right you you already know the person there's no lies and deceit for the most part but all the bullshit the lying deceit the anticipation the this and that and then you go it's going to implode when you're still attached that shit gonna be a rap rapsky all right, that's that's going to be ugly. It's going to be fireworks. It's going to be fighting in the street, bricks through windows, tires slashed, and cars keyed. <laughs> Stabbings. There's going to be deletions. It's going to be ugly. Domestic violation is going to be. Mm. Rap. 
All right. So when I see people get together, what you need to do as a man, take the lead is make sure you keep those. This is why young men fail on this one. Keep those early interactions. Keep the distance between them. You want the anticipation. You don't want her to get lazy on you in three weeks. You don't want her to start getting fat and eating hagen dogs and Popeye's chicken in three weeks. You don't want her to stop because the woman says, I go to the gym every day. Now, as soon as y'all get together, she done stopped going to the gym. A month later, she a busted Pillsbury biscuit can and you're going to be talking shit. Well, you want her to keep going to the gym. You want her to keep showing you the best. You want her to show her you need to work for my commitment. You want to make her. Nah, you got to know. Okay, you good, but keep working for it. And then you want to show, hey, man, I'm not that available to you. You want too much availability. Wait. And then when you see me, I want you to be at your best, your peak performance when you see me. Don't throw in no lazy ass shit because this is the fourth day I didn't see you in a, day, in a row. Nah, nah. I got other people already. So, yeah, we met. We connected. Yeah, I'll see you next Tuesday. But I got other shit to do. Same thing with the from the woman's perspective. You all on her, all on her neck. She like, damn. <laughs> but she feeling you, and then she doing all of this. She look at you then. She like, I thought you was going to work. I'll call the day off. Why? To spend time with you. She going to dry up. You going to dry up. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I don't want to be able to do that and call it off for work, man. You need to go get your hustle done. Work comes first. No, nah, baby, I just want to be with you. She gonna be like, my lord. Wait a minute. Who are you? Now she gonna be like, you better get on that corner and start pitching crack. I mean, you need to go back on the corner, ninja. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, next one, last two, and then we'll get on to the super chats. Uh, false expectations is why relationships are doomed. You guys think this is a fairy tale and a goddamn movie, and it ain't. And this is men mess this up. Don't blame it on the women. First thing you do is start taking them out to fancy restaurants and shit and taking them on trips, vacations, fancy dates, the carnival, the Ferris wheel. You start opening them up, open up the early parts of the relationship with fun. Never do this. You can have fun here and there. But if you start taking them to fancy dates and shopping for shoes and shit on date number one, two and three, that's what she's going to expect the rest of the time. And then you stop doing that. And what is she going to say? You stop doing the things that you did to get me. Boom, sound it, hit it, done, false expectations, she already came in with false expectations, then you, then you confirmed them, and then you took it away, and now she's, her, now her peace leave done dried up, she's gonna be like, what happened, where the shopping sprees, where the VIP, <laughs> all right, same thing with women, you do this too, you open up, and we call, we call this, you flood men with sex, First, first couple of months, you're giving them punani every time you can get it. You out there pining for it, and you out there trying to get it. You scavenging for it. You grabbing on them. You letting them slap you on the booty. All of that stuff. You letting them grab your titties while you scrambling eggs. All of that shit. Then, guess what happens? Naturally, a low-thinking woman will do this. Wait a minute. I'm doing all of this. What am I doing all of this for? I'm giving them access to all my body. He able to touch and group. Grab me the weight, grab me by the punani whenever he wants to. He getting this. Wait a minute. What am I getting out of this? She starts counting because previously this is how she got through life. She leveraged sex and she transacted sex. But now you have all access to her. And she's going to be like, I'm losing on this deal. And her girlfriend's going to say, girl, 
you cooking for him and cleaning for him? Girl, you paying half the rent and giving him the punani on point? Her mama going to be like, girl, what you doing, girl? She going to be like, yeah. He is getting the better part of the deal. And then she going to go back to selling the punani to you. Rationing it out. Got diarrhea on her period. She done put she done put a fupa print all up over the punani. She ain't taking a shower on purpose. Now she wants you to, yep, she wants you to do what? You need to work for this again. Yeah, I didn't gave you way too much. Well, you need to start working for this shit. All right. I didn't have I gave your ass a bad deal. I didn't, I didn't set myself up for failure. Now you're gonna have to what? We need to go out. Why we ain't going out this weekend? Why you don't take me out no more? Why we ain't going shopping? Why you lazy on me? You a lazy lover. Yep. So she going to be like, that's, that's going to blow up the relationship. Now, what you're going to say is like, whoa, what's up? Why you change up on me? Why you switch on me? Why you not doing what you used to do? And then boom. <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. She started rationing it out. And she ain't never been as sick as she, when you dated her. She's never been sick. You never seen her sick. She's never canceled a date. She's never flaked. She put on her best performance. She had her best wig and weave. She had stay soft fro and pink moisturizer in her hair. She had the baby hairs laid down, fried dye laid to the side. She had the best earrings on, the best heels on. She had the best bras on, titties pushed out. She had the ass pumping. She had the thighs kicking. Okay. She ain't doing that no more. That's all gone, brother. You ain't gonna see that no more. Yep. She had bundles. <laughs> she was healthy working out in the gym now all of a sudden you ain't gonna see that part no more you're gonna have to pay for that and there's other men that could actually do something there's another guy that want to take me out you better go ahead and uh start taking me out she gonna close that door you gonna she gonna be scrambling eggs and you're gonna walk up to her kiss her on the neck grab her titty guess what she gonna start touching on me you know on me why you always grabbing on me you'll be like this is what I was doing. Yeah, but this is my body. You don't just be grabbing on me all the time. <laughs> you be like, hold up. Mm-hmm. Telling you, man. Sweatpants and Ugg boots, booty shorts and all that shit. Farting. She fart. You ain't never seen her sick, right? I was telling you that. Now that you've been here and the shit waned off, she sit over there, got tissue up her nose, eating popcorn and shit, taking three days off of work. Feet all out, got her whole bottom of her feet black. Ain't showered in three days. She's sick every other week. She got diarrhea and the worst cramps in all history. She got gas. She bloated. <laughs> she got Vicks. She got Vicks vapor rub. She smelled like Vicks vapor rub all over on her chest. And you come home looking at that. Not only that, she got mental health issues, depressed, anxiety, and stress. And she spent her rent money on some Jimmy Choo shoes. All right. So you're going to have to kick in on the other half of the rent this month. And you ain't beat that up in a couple of days. <laughs> Where are the ladies at? Yep. She got her bonnet on or she got her hair tied up and with a pineapple at the top. She got her hair pulled back and there's a pineapple on the top. She got her hair wrapped. And wearing a bandana or a hoodie, oversized hoodie with the hood on and have earphones in her ear. Mm. Who's telling me I'm lying? Lashes off, <laughs> mustache coming in, uh, the, the bathroom sink full of uh, 
all kind of shit. You can't even get to the bathroom sink to brush your teeth. It's hair everywhere and curling irons and straighteners and crimpers. And <laughs> she got to take top of her titties on her lap. Man, she going to be like, <laughs> where we at? Ladies. Same leggings on it all that, bro. Hey, man, it guys, this is what happens. Familiar Familiarity breeds content. Familiarity breeds content. Absin makes the heart grow fonder. I think Absin's out of sight, out of mind, but that's me. All right. I'm like, if you're not around me, you, I'm not thinking about you. But Absin's makes the heart grow fonder. Familiarity breeds content. So these are the things that torpedo the relationships. Last thing. All right. Both aren't equally committed. All right. So uh, this goes for men and women, right? Both aren't equally committed. Like you settled and then she wants like timing. Timing is interesting, right? So timing is everything. Like she's ready to settle down. You're not. She's ready to have kids. You're not. But you like her company. And you're like, yeah, we could have it in five years. But she's, this is going to torpedo the relationship, right? It's going to breed resentment. So she wants to get married in six months or you do. You want to be married in five years and take it how you see it. Timing is everything. So if you're not equally committed, which is the most difficult thing to do, find two human beings that have the same timeline. In fact, that was one of the reasons I got into a marriage is because our timelines match, right? And so when timelines match, you're willing to overlook other things, right? You So then it, it's not about looks and it's not about all of these things. You're like, wow, our timelines match because timing is everything. Some, most relationships, the timeline's completely off, completely. And if you don't discuss it, at the beginning and you give your commitment up and then you find out your timelines off, then it's going to be a battle of wills. It's going to be a battle of wills. Then, then you're screwed. And also the timing could change in the middle of the relationship. And then you become unequally committed as well. So now she wants to do something different than the beginning. Now the timing's off and in the middle of the relationship um, or the end stages of the relationship, it could throw it off. All right. Timeline is a big thing. So anyway, I'd said a lot and we're at the three-hour mark approaching, so I need to do all the Super Chats, but I thank you for being here. You're done with that. Hit the like button on the way out, and I'm going to do Super Chats. All right, thank you for the contributions, and I hope you guys have some bail money out here. All right, shout-out to Jay Flow. What did you say, brother? I can't find it. He says, the, oh, I already got Jay Flow. Keith N says, air out. He says, air all their dirty laundry out in court. Be on offense. Guys, strike first. We are over here on our Cobra Kai. If you want to win in court, strike first. If you want to lose, wait for her to move. Shout out to Maverick Mindset. Is court ideal when everyone involved is trying to put their hands in dad's wallet, including the lawyer you hire? Best thing I can tell you is brush up on laws. Know how to know how to do procedure. You, you don't need a lawyer in family court. Just know that they ain't working on your behalf. They're working on theirs. All right. They got to pay off their law school. They got to be, they're part of the same bar association. But if you want somebody there that can work, they do have a representation uh, for lawyers in some municipalities called limited, limited representation. I actually hired a lawyer on that one. Let me see here. Limited representation. All right. For a lawyer. Let me see here. What did they call it? Limited scope representation. Limited scope. So you can hire a, uh, an attorney on limited scope, which is going to be a discount. Um, instead of hiring somebody to take on all your shit. So that will make pay me save, save you for a procedure. But what I'm telling you is, um, you know, once you pay them, don't you're not paying them to win. <laughs> you're 
you're not paying them to win. So if you do involve the courts in your business, which I and I would try to tell you men and women do not do so. I don't know why you guys involve the court in your business other than being vindictive. The courts don't give a shit about you. I wish people understood that the judge don't even know you. They don't know them goddamn kids. They only know what's on that paper. And most judges don't read what's on the paper. They got 20 cases on the document. They going to breeze and skim through it. Yet you spend all that time putting the 20 page packet together. People are morons. Court don't care about you. They care about their money and their procedures. They don't give a shit about you or your damn kids. All right. But with that being said, if you get it, the, if you um, can solve this out of court, the better. The better. And you got to be willing to take trade-offs and L's. All right. Sad. <laughs> Ask your judge what your kid's name is and birthday and what the hell they look like. She, they, The judge don't know. They don't give a damn either. But you've given the judge all this power to decide what you two people are going to have to decide for these children. Judge don't know shit. Just don't even know your kids. They don't never see your kids. Think about this. How many times has your judge seen your kids compared to how much you've been in court? They ain't seen a picture of your kids. They ain't seen a school picture. They ain't came to a game. They ain't been to your kids' school. They didn't go to the PTA meeting. They ain't seen your kids in the courtroom. And here y'all mother suckers go. Bringing your kids to court. You guys are idiots, but that's neither. And not only that, you don't even get anything good for your kids. The only kids that benefit in family court. Who are the only kids that benefit in family court? Let's see if you guys can figure this out. Who are the only children that benefit in family court? I'll wait. Let's see if you guys can figure that out. Keith says, I got a packet of negative info ready to be fired off in court on my baby mama terrorist. Try me, bitch. CGA spitting facts. Somebody said the judge's kids. Yep. And the lawyer's kids. The lawyer's kids benefit the most in family court. The attorney's kids get the most benefit in court. Yeah, and you ain't even know their kid. Ask your attorney what their kid's name is. You know, and we ain't need to worry about that. You don't even know your attorney's address. <laughs> you can't even roll up to your attorney's house. That's how far they keep you away from their family because that's who you're paying for. I actually saw my counter attorney, my ex's attorney. He hired himself as a private investigator uh, in the gym that I worked in. And then come to find out, his wife hired another trainer um, the same trainer, but he, she was in the gym months before that attorney showed up, her husband. So she was there the whole time. They were spying on me. Talking to me and all kind of shit the whole time during my divorce. And I was like, what? So I'll go out in the parking lot. She in there driving a Range Rover and shit. They live in a private gated community way out there, bruh. <laughs> it is that insane. It's that insane. So um, when you think about that shit, the attorney's kids and wife benefits more than your kids and your wife do. You ain't getting nothing compared to what they getting. We got Keith in. He says he's going on the offense. Oh, and of course, when I found out, when I found out, I called my lawyer. <laughs> I called my lawyer because they found that's how they found out I was taking payments. They were spying on me in the gym. They had like six months of spying on me and the other trainer knew he was a part of it 
and they was all smiling in my face and sniggling and big upping me and having me talk. Invite me. I don't I can only imagine the conversations I had right there with the wife there. And I didn't even know. But when I found out, I called my attorney pronto. I said, you know what they've been doing the last couple months? And then, and actually, I don't know if I called them. I think my attorney called me and was like, hey, I heard what happened. And I was like, yeah. And they was like, my attorney said, leave them alone. <laughs> I was like, what? Because I, I found out and I flipped out. I was like, what the hell is this? And I went to the attorney and he was there. Hey, Greg, he walked up. That was the guy I was seeing in court representing my ex. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he was just laughing. And I cussed his ass out. I was like, yo, my attorney called me. was like, leave him alone. That's when I knew. I was like, nah, this shit ain't working for me. <laughs> I knew. I was like, yo, y'all in cahoots. I was like, this is some bullshit. I was like, yo, man, this game. I was like, this game is not for the week. This game was not for the week. That's when I knew I was, I was like, game is rigged. Game is rigged. This not this is a game not in favor of men and me. Yep, the fix was in. I knew I was like, oh boy. So I was like, the, he immediately went to his car, called my attorney on the phone, told him what happened. Then my attorney called me and was like, hey man, you need to leave him alone. I was like, damn. I was like, yo. You can't win. And, and probably that next week, I got um, a demand for production on which I was using Square Payments for payments. And they saw me using that because they were trying to figure out how I got paid. And my clients will pay me through Square. I didn't get paid to the from the gym. I had independent. I was an in, independent contractor. So I was just taking payments through uh, uh my phone. You would put this little Square thing on. And then they was like, we're going to subpoena Square to get all your records. I was <laughs> They found that out from them being in the gym. Yeah, man. The game is cold out here. And guess what? Your kids taking fat L's. The only kids benefiting are the attorney's kids. All right, so think about that when you guys are fighting in court. All right, uh, shout out to JC says, I went bowling with my team members yesterday, and I was amazed how many overweight women were there. BWs and white Ws, he says. And all the men were skinny. All the men were skinny. All right, shout out to Floyd. Floyd Holt says, uh, what do you think about sister celebrating the possibility of Jamie Foxx dying because he dated white women? Well, there you go. They're their own separate race. Sad to hear about Jamie Foxx. Shout out to Jorge Cruz says, coach, I, uh, I've always said this long-term relationships can only work with people who are principled and disciplined, not only feelings and sex based. I agree. These things that are no longer promoted in our society, especially to women, but also economically, we don't need long-term relationships. It's just something that we want. So emotion, sex, then economics. One of the biggest beefs women have, and I want you to listen to this, is economic beef. Their beef is not whether you love them or not. Their beef is not whether they can love you or not. Their beef is, can I love you and you be broke? Okay? Because they like, I got my own money. I don't need you. And so forth. And I'm not going to support you. And the beef is about economics. And the economics of relationships works as such, that that used to be a component of attachment 
and that actually produced more longevity in relationships. However, y'all can't even get a relationship off the ground because there's no need for it. Anyway, shout out to Zoe Man says, I can't believe BWs are celebrating Jamie Foxx's potential dying. Wow, because he had a history of dating white women. How disgusting. Damn. I didn't know that they were doing that. All right. And I actually met Jamie Foxx. I actually was at his house, played basketball against the guy. And um, let me tell you, man, he's a single. He was single for a long time. And uh, when I met him at that point in my life, he used to live in Encino. And um, when I met him, I was at his crib and he had a couple of people. They barbecued for us and all that stuff. But what happened was, what happened was some groupies showed up, right? Some flatbacks showed up. And um, he went there to chill. He had a house and no furniture in it, right? He had a studio. His studio was built up, but he, his whole living room and dining room had no furniture. I was like, yeah, he had barbecue. Yes. It's barbecue in there. All right. Yeah, he says, coach, be playing hoops with everybody. That's growing up in the Valley, growing up in California. He didn't have a, he had a bed, he had a bed, but he didn't have no living room furniture. In fact, he had a big room and it might've been one couch. I didn't see Nan table. I didn't see nothing, but his backyard was fixed. He had a backyard. He had a, I think he said foxhole or something on his backyard. Like he had a basketball court. He had a basketball court. The backyard was big and all that stuff. But then these two, these two young women showed up and he went in there and talked to him and we was kind of leaving and he was kind of like, all right, see y'all. And, there was two tall, it was a, like a light-skinned black woman and a white girl, right? And he was just, I was like, damn, it must be good to be that ninja. I was young at the time. I was like 20, like 22, 21. I was like, damn, it must be good to be that mother sucker, <laughs> right? All right, anyway. I'm like, he rich, he funny, he famous, he could sing, he sung, he went to a studio. This was before he cut albums. Like, this is uh, this is before the Ray Charles movie. And I was like, this dude, he played his piano and he was singing. This before the Ray Charles. This before any albums. I was like, damn, this ninja. This ninja's the best. But sad to see her how it's turning out for him. All right. Uh, and if anybody wanted to know year-wise, this was about 2001, 2000. The year 2000, 2001-ish. Maybe about 1999. It was between those two years. All right, um, Ramsey says, CGA speaking, all facts. I got divorced at the eight and a half year mark. Relationships are a waste of your meat. Stay disciplined, watch XX's action, and never take them seriously. Coach gang for life. That's the biggest thing. For life, for life. All right, never take them seriously, man. Yeah, this was any given Sunday years. Yep, that was probably about the time. Yeah, stop taking them seriously. That's the biggest advice you can give them bob says that's why they don't deserve monogamy if the girl is initially interested in you but her friends don't approve of you you're screwed you'll be secret you'll be a secret at best yeah if you're in love with a girl and the girls her friends aren't on board good luck we got a man supporting men aka mpi xx's are like a trip he says enjoy the experience enjoy the time guys savor the good memories ladies as a piece of advice if you've been in a relationship with a guy and it breaks up, try not to try not to kill the ex good experiences that he had with you by now overlapping bad experiences with the guy. So say, for instance, y'all had a good relationship and then it goes south. 
And then now for the next year, two, five, ten, all he can think of you is bad, right? Every interaction is shitty. You taking them to court. You fighting over the kids. He's never going to remember any of the good times. In fact, he's going to repress all of those experiences and beliefs in the back of his head. Okay, and for the rest of his life, he's going to see you as an evil wench. He's not going to remember, you know, when y'all fornicated. He's not going to remember the good times. Okay, men too, men too. But this is typically what happens when women, because they're emotionally, uh, they're they're attached to you like a leech or a parasite. And so then you remove that and then they go on the offensive and then they try to ruin you. But in the reality, they just ruined everything that you guys created together. And now he can never remember the good times. Like, I can't even remember. Like, they're all back here. I refuse to remember them. <laughs> all right. So shout out to Terry Boy says, yeah, coach, I just counted. My relationship lasted exactly Two and a half, two years and nine months. I just enjoyed the time we had, and that's all. Indeed. All right. Enjoy the time that you had. And I think that's a, is it Tari? Shout out to Tari. All right. Agent Machine says last 30 minutes of relationship description is heartbreakingly accurate. All I can add is the lack of obligation on the woman's part to improve. Um, yes. And then if you offer insight on improvement, she'll just turn it back on you. You'd be like, you know what? Would it really improve our relationships? If you fill in the blank, you know what's coming back, right? You know what's coming back your way. You better duck because she about to go in there and tell you all the shit she's been thinking about for the last eight months. And let me tell you about you. And she'd be like, you've been thinking this about me the whole time? That's what she's been thinking about your monkey ass the whole time. And she ain't saying shit. And you was trying and trying and trying. <laughs> all right, we got our man Pele Manuel. Thank you over there on the CGA Live Cash App. We got our man, Ghost J. He says, Coach, please do a show on birth control switch. What the hell is that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Birth control Smith switch? What that mean? All right. I got to check that out. And we got our man, Jay. Jay Moore says a small donation for what I owe. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, brother. All right. Two years, nine months, man. And that's, that's it. You're lucky to get to that point. Birth control switch. What in the world is that? I don't even know what that is. Shout out to my no government name says coach talk. Yo shit. You are spot on about having the experience that makes you qualified to properly counsel men that are going through that. I'm not happy flame. He says it is completely different game when you have children that you've been tucking in every night. Then suddenly you lose time with them because your wife blows the family up. He says compared to some guy in the space talk that has no long-term relationship or marriage or family responsibilities that are just talking. Thanks for all you do. It's just talk. They just be talking. And then they're the only thing they've accomplished is getting a woman in bed. <laughs> like, and then they'll brag about it. Well, I'm smart enough to know Ninja, please Ninja, please. You ain't got shit, but a futon in your bedroom. I don't want to hear shit. All right, anyway, boy, how many more do I have to go? Do I get all of these brothers? I'm going to have to go backwards. Ninja, please. You know mustache having with whiskers like a rat compared to being whack. All right, shout out to uh, uh, Loud Pocket says, Coachy, what are you wearing for the weekend? <laughs> Don't get fired. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Don't get fired. Was that you that got fired? Oh, my goodness. All right, anyway. 
We got, uh, I don't know how far I went backwards, but we're going to get all of these contributors. We got our man. We call you Mr. Boyd. What is going on, Coach? Thanks for all you do. In your opinion, when do you put your girlfriend before your family? Thanks for everything you do. Never. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Women are like, what? Never. The only time she did, the wife is the repl- wife. Is That's all. Girlfriend don't get, hell no. And guys, I'm going to warn you of this. This is a big warning. This is one, pe- again, this is shit that people don't know, okay? Many times, guys in relationships will put the girlfriend or the wife's family before their family. This is common shit. Avoid that shit. Meaning that she'll be like, uh, my family got a this and my family got a that and I got to go see our family. We got to take the kids to see my family. Then when you say, you need to go see our family too and my kids my family having a family reunion. She's going to be like, yeah, but <laughs> don't do that because you're going to do, do not set that precedent. Do not set that precedent. Make sure it is balanced. Make sure you go see your family and take your kids to see your family. Don't overly see. And, and your monster-in-law, the monster-in-law going to pressure you on that one. Guys, that's a big trap. All right. I don't give a shit, man. Look, uh, split up Christmas. Like, if you go to your family, my family has a Christmas tradition. Yep, but we leaving at 2 o'clock, and we going to my family. Or we'll leave to go see your family at 2. We ain't just going to go to your families and then make up uh, Christmas on another day just because her family got a tradition. Fuck that shit. Look, I'm the family. The family is us. Give a shit about that. My, shit got, my family got shit, too. All right, so that happens a lot. Watch out for that. Experienced men, they can tell you, do not let her do that. That's a big one. And then all of a sudden, you become distanced from your family, and then you start putting her family in front. Don't do that. All right, that's only going to mess you up long-term. We got, let me see here. Shout out to Miles Garrett says, thanks for the advice, coach. I need to stop being a Mitch and put my foot down and be willing to lose your kids, guys. I'm telling you, man. I know you guys got to be willing to lose them, uh, especially when when they're older. Because let the mother ruin the kids. She going to blame you either way. Let her ruin them. It ain't going to be on your watch. Put the blood on her hand. She want to play games and not grow up. Let her do it. Then y'all can have many kids as you want. You could go fully Genghis Khan out here and uh, let her ruin them. (laughs) I don't give a shit. You got to be willing to lose. And y'all niggas ain't willing to lose. Let her do it. You're going to be a deadbeat anyway, guys. You a deadbeat anyway. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. That reminds me of the brother from the Lakers. I'm going to call him Rue or Ruai. And he says um, he's another one of them Blasians having kids elsewhere is becoming more and more appealing. Indeed. Shout out to my man, Kevin Sullivan. He says, uh, had to send some cash for the baby mama terrorist fund. Coach gang, listen to coach. My baby mama hit me with the, who do you think you're in? Wait, why do you think you're entitled to my body? He says, you were spot on with the lessons you give us. The best coach I ever had. Shout out to you. Guys, I'm going to tell you, there's many times that you've gotten indications to walk out of your relationship, and that's one of them. That's one of them. If you married her or you moved in and you touch her, and she says, you ain't entitled to touch. Man, get your shit. She's setting you up. She's setting you up. Now, you. she might be right that you're not entitled to, but that's an immediately. You're disqualified disqualify her ass and get the moving y'all gotta have an abundance mindset it's over the shit is over she just riding out time 
All right. Kaylin says, Coach, uh, would you say that the timing could be off due to men and women having different biologies? Yes. Men improve as they get older. Yep, women don't. And men who don't recognize the biological advantage that they have make the most mistakes, right? So she's on a timeline to rush down the aisle, but you're not. You're like, what do I have to rush for? And she says, because I'm running out of time. And you go, that's your fault. <laughs> that sounds like your problem. That ain't my problem. So don't make me rush in because you failed the plan. Failure to plan on your part is not an emergency on my part. And the reason why she's pushing you is because she's settling for you. Let's continue. We got our man, Mr. Raphael Sadiq says, Coach Adam, sir, modern relationships with women is nearly always destined to end more times and many times bitterly the relationship that we the coach can have with our coach adams shall last for all eternity salutations to you sir and it will all right just take the lessons you ain't gotta like me but it is what it is all right shout out to henry resilient he says paying one month uh between alimony and child support she just sent me an invoice for 83 dollars for a doctor's appointment for our daughter I'm telling you guys, man, the pettiness will never end. You see shit like that, right? But did she, but uh, your daughter, uh, did you get her hair done? Did you buy her a dress? Did you buy her a tutu for ballet? Um, did you buy her some shoes? And uh, when you did this, did you get her hair done? Did you get her hair braided? She didn't ask, she didn't ask to, uh, she didn't ask to see the receipt for that, did she? No. This is called double dipping. Double dipping. She double dips. She goes to the court. The court literally establishes the maximum that you need to give the child's mother for child support. Now, if she took you to court and exposed you to the court and dragged you and then got the maximum award and then tells you you need to pay more, this is double dipping. You do not need to pay more. The court established what you pay. That's what they did. That's why she took you there. Now, if she's not comfortable with that or she can't deal with the budging of that or she says, well, you, we, I need more to raise a kid. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> like, look, you the dumb woman that took me there. The court says this is my obligation financially. No more, no less. Now, don't try to use me as a father now and use my parentage and then say, well, I need more. Well, that's your stupid ass fault. This is what you get. Work with that shit. I mean, what the y'all need to start telling these people and then be willing for her to take the kids and skedaddle. I'm telling you, man, they'll be like, all right, F you then. I'm not going to live my life like this. <laughs> all, right. all right. Come on, man. You can't take me to court. Then ask for me extra money. And if you're mad that you got a little award, that's the game you played. You played that game. I didn't play that game. That was the game you played. You probably could have got more without the court because I already spent $14,000 on an attorney. That was money you could have got, but you didn't want it. And I had to pay half of your attorney. <laughs> Guys, he says, I'm ordered to pay half of out-of-pocket doctors. Well, pay the half, Ninja. <laughs> that's the order. That's the order. And if you have to pay half for extracurriculars, that's what you have to pay. Pay the order. <laughs> so she's right. You paid, the, you paid the child support, and she sent you the invoice, but that's how petty they are. Remember, they petty when it comes to money. 
All right, shout out to Shot X says BW's praised Jerry Springer, but danced on Kevin Samuels Graves. He says, So why are we surprised? You're different races. You're different races. You're not of the same race. Uh, somebody said, just quit your job. Do not do that. All right. Do not do that. Daily says, brother coach, what happened with our story of Samson when he got comfortable with the woman he was in love with? And should men get comfortable with women? No. <laughs> Everything I tell you, people be like, oh, my God, this guy gives crazy advice. Never let the right. You don't have to let the right hand know what the left hand's doing or vice versa. The left hand don't need to know what the right hand's doing. Too much information is not necessary. In fact, you're on a need-to-know basis, and right now, you don't need to know. All right? You don't need to know. Sometimes, it's none ya. None ya. Hey, baby, uh, why did we do this? None ya. None ya business. Guys, they don't need to know how the cake is made. All they need to know is to eat the cake. I got cake for you. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. <laughs> how did you make this cake none you but i need to know we're in a relationship i need to know no you don't you on a need to know basis <laughs> all right you don't need to know how the cake is made all you need to know is if i produce the cake or not all right and if you want to judge me judge me on the cake don't judge me on the process ninja don't be all up in the kitchen don't be all up in my mystery mix all i need to do is provide all I need to do is give opportunities. I don't need to tell you how I did it. All right. And I actually help. That actually is one of the worst things there. I actually had a situation with my kids be torpedoed because she wanted to know the information. Then the information, then the, the ability to provide that went away. Then the kids couldn't get what they were getting all because she was nosy. And she started wanting to open doors and she started wanting to pull out drawers and start wanting direct contact with relationships that I made to make some shit happen. And them people said, we ain't talking to her. We talking to you. Tell her to stop calling me. She wanted to go over my head. But see, this is what happens. They ruin shit being nosy and wanting details. Look, is it happening for you? Let it happen. You don't need the damn information. But she was so nosy and wanted to know and ruined the whole thing. Torpedoed it. And then blaming me for torpedoing it. I, I, I told you to mind your own damn business, but you didn't want to do it. See, this is their nature. You guys got to use their nature. You guys got to use their nature against you. Somebody said, damn, coach chose wrong. Nope. Nope. I'm not the only one that goes through this. Please understand. Please understand. Every man goes through this. It's just the degree you go through it and when you go through it. Every man goes through this shit. Do not make this about me. This show is not about me. I use... My story sometimes as an example, but this is women's nature. This is not the one I chose. Please understand this. And men, let these guys know. Every man goes through this shit. Some men accept this shit and they go through it and they think, oh, man, I got to put up with this shit. No, you don't. I'm the one that doesn't put up with it. And I tell you what happens. Most men put up with this shit. <laughs> And I see shit and I'd be like, nah, I actually stop it in its tracks because that's what I do. Most guys put up with it and you never hear about it. Think Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey does. He's gone through everything I've gone through and he puts up with that shit and he keeps doubling down on dumbness. And then he keeps bragging about it. And I see what everything Steve Harvey going through and I'd be like. <laughs> right. There is no right one. It's the amount you guys are going to be weak and simp. 
period. That's what it is. It's amount. It's how much you're going to accept manipulation and how much you're not. It is not about my ex. I just use it as a story. And I tell you where I stop shit in his tracks, where most men wouldn't have the courage to do it. So it is not about her. It is not about me. It's about what we put up with. And if you think you're not going to put up with it, go ahead and get married. If you think your girl is not going to do it, go ahead and get married then. What you'll find out is they do the exact same shit. No different. No more, no less. <laughs> okay. And it's not bad. It doesn't make them bad. It just makes the balance. It just, it just, what this is, is the story of every story in the Bible. Let me put it like this. This is the story of every story in the Bible and what the Bible has warned society, culture, men, religion about. I'm just telling it to you right now. Not in the year 45 a, a, uh, BC. I'm telling you now in the year of our Lord, 2023. Okay. <laughs> I'm the only one that's cuffing my balls out here. And y'all ninjas putting up with bullshit. That's the difference. <laughs> that is the difference. So I can tell you these stories and tell you how I reacted. I'm like, I ain't putting up with that bullshit. But you, on the other hand, my girl different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, BC before coach. She ain't different. She ain't different. It's just what you're willing to put up with. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, man, we still doing a couple more. Shout out to Daley. He says, brother coach, what happened? Okay, I already got you right there. Uh, by the way, stop telling everybody you're a business, all right, or how you do things. There's Not everybody's privy or should be privy to all details of everything you do. And us, uh, Samson and Delilah proved that. Anyway, 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 anyway. Like, I'm one of these dudes. Like, I'm like, I think lo I take loyalty seriously. You know, I don't trust a lot of people. And so, for me, if I invite you in, your, in my circle, and you do anything to violate that trust, you are forever on the outside. I don't give you a second chance. I don't believe in second chances. I don't give you the benefit of the doubt. I think trust is earned. So once you violate that, I don't see you as someone in the middle. I don't see, I don't care what my relationship with you is either. I don't care if you're my parents, my children, my wife, my ex-wife, uh, my girlfriend, my homeboy, my writer. I don't care. Once you violated that trust, once you violated that trust, you are an enemy to me. And you're on the outside. You're forever on the outside. You do not get back in the circle. But I hold the line on that. I hold a hard line on that. It's not because I'm hurt. It's just because I know what my value is. And I can't ill afford to let people who are untrustworthy be in my circle. So once you've demonstrated that, you're forever an opponent. You're forever in the opposition, or as the young people say, ops. And it cannot be repaired. So we need to figure out how to work together in harmony and opposition, meaning we can have a peaceful res resolution to this. But if it's war, it's war. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same thing with guys. This is why I'm not cool and chummy with everybody in the space. This is why I don't engage in senseless beef. If you've already established yourself on the outside, I will never need to debate you. That means I'm letting you in. I would never need to respond to you. You're already on the outside. Why do I need to establish anything with you? Why do I need to recognize you? You've chosen outside. 
you've chosen opposition. So we can work peacefully. And my peaceful resolution is a non-response. But we can go to war, but this war cost. <laughs> and you just have to figure out what you're willing to lose when you get into battle. But we're going to go to war and it's going to cost you. <laughs> That's how it works. I don't give away my energy for free. I do it for a fee. Where we at? Y'all ninjas need to start establishing. Look, start establishing rules, guidelines for your life. Y'all ninjas ain't got no guidelines, no boundaries, no rules, no nothing for people to follow. And then you'll wonder why people treat you the way they treat you. And then if you establish rules and guidelines, people are like, you're too serious. Man, this is a business. I am serious. <laughs> what you talking about? This ain't here for play. We here to win. We ain't here to play. You think you think I'm here to play? What the? <laughs> you think this is a game, Ninja? This is not. Look, I'm gonna say this again. I wrote this in my book. This is not the practice life for the life you want to live when you get here after you die. This is not the practice life for you to live and experiment for the life you think you're gonna come back and live after you dead. This is it. <laughs> This the life right here. This the opportunity of a lifetime. All because your father nutted in your mother and you here by miracle. This is it. <laughs> you think I'm a you think I'm gonna play a game with this shit? I ain't coming back. I am immortal, but I ain't coming back like this. So I'm here to win. It's win time. It's go time, ninja. You think you're gonna be here forever? Shit. <laughs> And if people don't want to follow your rules and guys line, kick their ass up out. You on the outside. What are y'all doing out here? Y'all playing games. Y'all playing games with life. Y'all got to be different. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. All right. Shout out to Maverick Mind. He says, how effed up is it that the father can get some type of joint physical custody, but still have to pay child support to the mom? 100%. That's how, that's how the game is rigged. That's how the game is rigged. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense on this face value, but all that is is there. The courts are trying to establish some sort of um, um, equally struggle position for the kid so they don't go to a mansion when they're at your house and they go back to a trailer park when they're at the mom's house. So they're trying to equalize your relationship as it would be if you were together. But what this does prevent you to do is rise up and become the man you need to be. And it also prevents you um, from defending yourself against these individuals hiring counsel, hiring people, doing the research. It puts you in a negative position to grow until those kids turn 18. So all this is is a game by the elites. Shout out to Ghost J says, a birth control bait and switch show. I got to check that out, man. I got to check that out. All right, because if you had the money and resources, you wouldn't go up in there. You would go up in court looking like he had a flamethrower and you'd be in there telling them where to stick it. All right, but... Uh, because they financially handcuff you, um, you know, with these child supports and these obligations and whatnot, then then you can't defend yourself. And it also also it also prevents you from screwing over women. So I'll give them that. It also prevents you from screwing over women, meaning having babies not be responsible and going having other families, leaving women when they get older and going for a younger woman. So it actually is intended to do that well as well. Uh, so just on the opposite side of the argument. 
they don't want you to be able to have kids over here, lead a woman when she gets old and go get a younger woman and start a family over here, as did our elders. And we're paying for the sins of our grandfathers, our great grandfathers and so forth. We are now paying for their sins. So now we're establishing laws. This is why some of these guys that go overseas and they skeet up on all the women in Thailand and the Philippines impregnating them and leaving. They now are then going to establish rules that Americans can't own property. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't marry. You can't. They're going to make it. They're going to tighten the clamp on these pookies going over there. And to be honest, it's the pookies that got us in this child support problems anyway. It's not the fathers who married and supported their kids. It's the goddamn pookies that got the system effed up. All right. And then now these mothers use pookie laws against you. But if you know, want to know how I really feel, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com is the members-only content. We go to the junior colleges on Sunday. Also, Patreon.com backslash CoachGregAdams. That is the money mindset stream on Sunday nights. All right, join $50 level. You get those, and then you get the replays. Also, make a co strong contribution to join the Coach Gang over on Locals. You can communicate with each other over there. And have your bail money. Don't simp or save people especially women in these streets. Don't fight a battle that you are not fighting on your own. I right, hear fight your own battles and also protect yourself at all times. This is the coach gang in the building. Have a good weekend and we'll see you brothers on Sunday. If not on Monday and subscribe to my other channels, you'll see me over there and shout out to the ladies. I'll see you tonight. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is, Put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom money just comes right out